0: Chaos Rain.
1: Chaos Rain presents How to Hustle Effectively in the 21st Century with special guest Delicia Hamilton. Broadcast October the 10th, 2021. Enjoy. <laughs>
2: Talk Real Solutions hosted by Tyrone Thompson at TalkRealSolutions.com are the views of Tyrone Thompson and do not reflect the views of TalkRealSolutions.com, YouTube, or etc. The content here belongs to Talk Real Solutions and its many contributors. Views and opinions expressed by all contributors belong to them and not TalkRealSolutions.com or Tyrone Thompson, the host, or etc. All data and information provided on the site is for informational purposes only. Talk World Solutions makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, correctness, suitability, or validity of any information on this site and will not be liable for any errors, omissions, or delays in this information or any losses, injuries, or damages arising from its display or use. All information is provided on an as-is basis.
1: In the world, what is crime, corruption, violence, murder, rape, theft, and all forms of atrocity that plague the world in which we live in today? We're witnessing we're living in a state of chaos, and I'll tell you, a more greater or extreme chaos to restore the order in which the world we live in today. Good evening, my people and people in general. This is Chaos Rain here. And today's stream, we're going to talk about money.
0: Money, 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 money. It, it, it's that time,
1: people, to not only better your wallet and your purse, but to better your minds while in search in this journey of bettering your financial needs in a very uncertain capitalist world we live in today. But before I give you a list or the rundown of the show, I would like everybody to go to com. There you see the three-point three plan for Black Empowerment, Black Achievement. Under the three-point plan, there's a list of Black established banks. And not only that, there is also a list of where they're located here in the United States. Now, I think most of the banks now either gone under or some have sustained us up or closed that's particularly run by black people um, of any ilk so if you're near a certain community where you reside under those 30 or less banks mostly reside mostly down lower parts of south areas of America create an account today and start moving some of your money into a black established bank, and you know, like always, we want to. What's the word? Um, use group economics at the end of the day to better ourselves as a people. And the one thing that's always been pushed here on TRS Talk Resolution side of Chaos Marine Channel is we always advocate for some time now, even from the existence of terrorists, is that everybody should have their own little small business and engage in entrepreneurship any way they can. As you know, we are living now in this time, which is always a beautiful time, if you're a human being, to try something different to try build something of your own. Now, I'm not saying it will be always successful because there's going to be hurdles in anything you do, especially when it comes to building your own and starting something small, and hopefully it grows out to something bigger in the long run. But nonetheless, it is a necessity you're going to have to take as a man and woman in the society if you want to thrive and potentially survive to what is already here and what is going to always going to be and what is to come here in the 21st century we're in now. So like always, you know, do everything possible to better not own your mind by your finance. And like always, on the website, there is the latest articles, news, and events that's posted on the website. All that will be found on TalkRollSolutions.com. So check the website out and donate if you can. There's a Donate tab on TalkRollSolutions. Another thing, you can find TRS on YouTube and on Facebook. On Facebook, it's titled TalkRollSolutions. Special page, you join a like page where you'll get invited to the private group of talk world solutions and in the private group or the private chat, we chop it up and talk about certain events, certain politics and all sorts of things that you can get a good laugh to, or you just want to, you know, engage a conversation with other people like mine or not. So, you know, like the page on Facebook and join the special group. Cause you will get invited to a special group in the chat room of Facebook. And like I said earlier, TRS is also on YouTube rebuilding itself up again from the ground up again. Um, as you know, TRS had as big as six K subscribers, um, roughly two and a half years ago, I believe. And now starting over, we just starting fresh with new material, new stuff. And, you know, engage in this conversation that we see in front of us, right? A uh, social media or Viva news. Nonetheless, you find all episodes, including Chaos Rain, channel not channel but Chaos Rain's episodes on TRS as well. So that's pretty much it. And also, you know, I'm Chaos Rain. I have a channel as well, Chaos Rain, on YouTube as well. Also, you go follow me on Twitter at Chaos Rain Seven, and on Facebook, named Eric Green on Facebook. So you can also subscribe to my social media and my YouTube channel as well. I have a bunch of material on YouTube as well, so check me out as well. And I think that's all I have to say. So what is the title for tonight's show? Let's check. Uh, Let me open up some windows here. Okay, there we go.
0: What's this?
3: Interesting, interesting. Let me
1: check. Okay. Tonight's stream is titled Chaos Ray Presents. How to hustle effectively in the 21st century. With the return of my special guest, the one and only, the lovely Delisha Hamilton. As I open her mic up. Hello, Miss Hamilton. Delisha, you there?
0: Hi. Good evening.
1: Good evening. Good evening. Welcome again here on TRS again. It's good to have you back, Delisha. How you been doing? Thank you
0: for having me.
1: Yes, everything's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, be- before we go into this and dive into this subject, um, in she she's returned. To those who haven't heard, know about Delisha Hamilton. Do you want to tell a little bit about yourself, Delisha, before we begin? With those that are new listeners?
4: Sure. I am a real estate developer here in Atlanta and a multifamily property owner in California. Um, I invest in cryptocurrencies and I have launched two Amazon stores. So I am an entrepreneur, a wealthy. Builder, and I'm just here to share what what it is I'm doing and see how I can um, help others. I'm also a business loan broker, and um, just got lots of good stuff to share tonight. Hopefully, can answer some questions and help to get people on uh, the fast track to wealth building, because that's not going to happen at a job.
0: Mhm mhm-,
1: indeed, indeed, And the call number for tonight for all y'all questions, and mind you, I will put the number on the Facebook side of things, so those who want to call in and ask our questions i'll leave I'll put it there for those who want to call in um this is somewhat uh, open discussion, and people are free to call in any time for any questions um oh, and should we give a disclaimer um Mr. Miss Hamilton about some financial advice? I don't know if that should be we should do that.
4: Um, uh, like what?
1: Like, it's a disclaimer. Um, if you ask for it is a certain disclaimer, but if you ask for certain deep financial advice, that I'm not here for, like, you get know, oh, well, it.
4: Not, a, I'm not an attorney. I'm not a CPA. I'm just sharing, going to share tonight uh, with people things that I've done and that I'm currently doing to put myself on the path that I'm on. So, <clears> yeah, I'm
0: just gonna that's
4: good. What I'm doing.
1: Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, that's the only disclaimer I'll probably leave out because, you know, at times I don't really look into it because most people I have up here are experts in their own fashion and people will always want to go back so that we give a certain legal or whatever. And I said, no, that's not the place here. We just give what has been done, what has worked effectively, and what you could potentially do that can get the same or different outcomes. That's it, you know. And right. you know, all that other stuff. All right. So. Hustling in the 21st century, um, and the title itself, speak for itself. What have you witnessed so far? Before we go into ways, but what have you witnessed so far from your own perspective? Or we see that what other things that you see people are doing that is ineffective in regards. They said they're out here in these streets, and let's say they work a job, but they have some of the side gigs and stuff. What you see most people, minimum, doing wrong in that equation in regards if they're doing something on the side?
4: The biggest obstacle to anything is mindset, be it working out, getting to the next level in your career, uh, repairing your relationship with your partner. Most of the times, the obstacles are in that six-inch space between your ears. It's in your mind. Um, so that is really what people need to address first. People need to understand that all people are the same. All human beings have the same capabilities. It's education. It's positioning. It's uh, being prepared. It's knowledge. Um, of course, uh, background, resources, where you're from, what your parents did, all that plays a a factor, but it's obviously not the end-all, be-all if we know that people can go from the bottom, bottom to the tippy-top. So it it is more in your control than you think, and a lot of people just go on what they know. Um, We were taught to Um, you only need one credit card, don't get a bunch of credit cards, that's the wrong advice. Um, Of course, you need to protect your credit, but a lot of people, they don't leverage their credit. They get good credit and then they never want to use it, never want to do anything to it because they just want it to sit on a shelf under a glass case, this, you know, 740 and up credit score, and it, it, it doesn't serve them, it doesn't do anything. What's the purpose of having that kind of credit score if you're not going to leverage it? Um, A lot of people have the misconception that they can save their way to wealth, that they can Mm -hmm. save their way to a comfortable retirement, that their 401k and social security is going to take care of that. Um, A lot of Mm -hmm. people don't realize how quickly retirement will come upon you. Um, it, It seems like we were all in high school yesterday, but you can't imagine being 70, you know, and that's that's not that's just everybody that's how humans humans are you know it seems like it was just yesterday you were running around on the playground on the monkey bars as a kid and then thinking about hospice care or you know passing away and and leaving your your finances in shambles for your family to deal with that's just not something that the majority of people think about which is why they continuously leave their families in this situation um, it's just about wanting to elevate It's about being curious enough to figure out what you don't know. Um, You see all the people around you having to go fund me when it's time to bury someone, um, Mm -hmm. the kids fighting over uh, whatever was left. And yet for whatever reason, that doesn't trigger people who witness these types of incidents to put things in alignment in their own lives. They just, Like sheep, just one after another, just fall off the cliff and drag the, you know, drag the posterity with them. You know, all future generations are just going to continue to follow the sheep in front of them and fall unless one breaks from the pack. And a lot of the time what happens in our community is when one does break from the pack and they want to come and share that information back with the group, the sheep are still on the assembly line. They know more than you, even though they haven't got out of that line they they're, it's again it's it's mindset you have to be receptive you have to understand that if you knew anything you'd have money that's how people who have money can lose it all and get it back again because it's not about the money it's that six inches of real estate between your ears it's what you know it's who you know it's it's how far you're willing to expand your mind it's what you're willing to think uh, uh, and believe is Possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in my opinion, I think a lot of people don't have real positive outcomes on themselves to really not just believe, but have the will to say, I'm going to just do it, you know, because it takes the actual actions like anything. And I'm not saying people can't believe what they could possibly do. I'm more per se, either I'm going to do it or not. Because sit there, believe, it's like another form of affirmation. You hear these people talk about affirmation, especially when women talk about saying, I'm a will it in existence. I'm an affirmator. But not do nothing to make this possible. And I find that as another form of um, stagnation and more mental, I'm not to say re, uh, masturbation, but it's like another form of laziness, in my opinion. Because normally to get something, just like anything, you had to get out of your butt do something to get some in return if you want some money in pocket you had to get up and do something that requires work to get some money or currency in your hand you know now and let I me think, say
0: this
4: I, let me say this i am compassionate to the fact that it's scary you know especially if you don't have anyone around you in your circle your family your friends um other peers that are taking these kinds of financial risk and elevating to do other things and make other investments outside of their job and you're the first one to do it and if you lose this money, that's all you have. I totally understand that. But you have to do it afraid. That There is no gray area and that's the thing people have to understand. We live in America. You have the freedom of choice. You can choose to build a better mousetrap or you can die broke. You can choose... Whatever life you want to have. But in entrepreneurship and wealth building, there is no gray area. You're going to have to do it afraid. You're going to have to take the risk or you will die in the rat race. That is how, that is how our, our economy, our nation here is set up. That's how a capitalist society is set up. You will work yourself to death or you will own a company hiring others to work them to death
1: Mm hmm There's no in-between. Someone has to eventually die, and you have to pick your poison. Right? You get and work for a majority of your life, and then eventually crawl over to the grave. Or you work smarter and let somebody else bring the money for you, and you don't die too much of a miserable. I mean, it's either or, you know, at the end of the day that um, there's it's not one thing, it's you have to choose, you know. Now, I know most people are not familiar or knowing that that work for somebody, that you're making their life a little easy in regards how they make their money. But if you know how money really works, you make the money work for you. And it goes back to that notion that you got to have so-called multiple streams of income. And, you know, one thing I never asked a person that's an entrepreneur, and maybe you can answer this, what is the starting point, or if anything, is what I like to call the sweet spot of a certain amount of streams of income a person should have. And I'm saying just a sweet spot, besides what people can go beyond that. Do you know, or if you have any answer to that?
4: Uh, That would depend on several factors. It would depend on where you live, what your expenses look like, whether Mm -hmm. or not you have children. Um, Mm -hmm. what I need to survive every month is different than what you need to survive every month, what your Mm -hmm. listeners need to survive every month. So I, I I cannot imagine. I mean, you know, I, I can't imagine how someone could just live off of less than $5,000 a month comfortably, but people do. But in my opinion, that's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 And, the reason I
1: ask is because I know everybody's financial situation is different. And like always, if let's say people make average money. And I'm just going for average beside below average. And I could probably put the data, which I did on my stream on my channel like a week ago. That let's say you, after all the bills are paid and everything else needs to be covered, if only you had at an average, you could only save $200, you're not really making no money. You know, you are seriously struggling. And no matter what part of state you live in, depending on the economic situation, if you only could save $200 after everything is paid for all 50 states, and I'm just throwing that number, you're in trouble. Especially with this inflated economy, which now I think um, the administration, Biden, and the administration now trying to find a budget bill. I'm not sure they come to the conclusion of it yet. But they're going to probably add more debt to this country. You get me? like always, you know. And they're adding more debt, that means the the fiat currency is going to be more, even greater inflated, you know. So, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, or you heard about, you know, certain things put through Congress about, you know, adding more money to the system, you know,
0: borrowing.
4: That's going to be the situation. That's what they do, you know, year after year, debt ceiling has to be raised. So, you know, the world runs on credit and um we're get, getting out of debt is just never is never going to happen. Um uh we're still the most successful economy in the world um and yet we we owe China all the money that we owe China. You know, there's there's good debt, there's bad debt. Owning a home is a good thing, but there's debt on that house. Having credit cards is a good thing, but not when you max them out at the Nike store, the Gucci store. Then that then that's not a good thing. So Um, It's a double-edged sword, but that's where education comes in so that you know how to utilize these tools, how to manipulate these tools, um, you know, to work for for you. Um, When I'm teaching uh, real estate classes, which I haven't done since COVID, but I would always uh, share with people how I flipped my first house using credit cards. You know, that's a, that's a lot of money to, Interesting. uh, take off okay. of a credit card, but I had to position myself to, you know, to be in the, to be in the position to do that. Uh, the same amount of money I took off my credit cards. if I would have gone to the bank for that loan, they would have wanted an arm and a leg, my social, my, all this paperwork, my firstborn, you know, it's just, it's, it's a hassle. And I also tell my students all the time too, this is what you have to remember. The bank is in the business of lending money to people who can prove that they don't need it. So that's, there's several points in there. The bank does lend money. So people think, oh, I'll go to the bank and get a loan because you know that the bank lends money. But they mm-hmm. only lend money to people who can prove they don't need it. So that means you have tax returns to submit, bank statements to submit, whatever, that shows that you're making a bunch of money. So where does that leave average Joe, average Jane, startup, first time business owner, got an idea that I wanna launch. It's hard to get that off the ground when you're making four thirty, forty, something thousand dollars a year and you're going to the bank for a substantial sum of money, capital that you would need to really launch a business, um mm-hmm. the, the way you would need to. So it's a double edged sword that works against people who aren't in a position to um you know, just to, to utilize those resources. So that's why we would teach, you know, different creative financing strategies and stuff like that on what you can do, how you can uh, finance your, your ventures another way. And through learning, I, I would never have thought to pull the money off my credit cards like I did and flip that house like I did um, using my personal credit cards if someone hadn't taught me how mm-hmm. to do that. But I was in the right place. I was going to real estate investor meetings, interacting with other people who were doing Mm -hmm. what I wanted to do, making the kind of money. You don't want to be the smartest person in the room, right? And that's one thing with us. We always want to be smart. We always want to know everything. That's not what you want. Even when I was a little girl, my dad always told me, don't compare your test scores to your friends. You compare them to the smartest person in the class, even if that's not your friend. What was the Mm. highest grade? on this test in the class, and that's who you need to be in competition with. Don't compare your test to your friends. Your friends are your peers. Your grades most likely look the same. Mm-hmm.
1: Or, or you're probably more topper than your friends, but there's someone else that has a better percentage than you. So you always say, let me see if I can compete against this person. Too, I'll be, be right. them. You I'll want to find out them. who
4: the rabbit is and follow them.
1: Yeah, And hey, you can also you know ask for some little tips. Say, Um, What you did differently, you know? Insight. But, you know, like I said, most young men and women don't got, you know, parents like that really giving their children real game because a lot of them, as much as I want to say, are very complacent when it comes to children. You know?
4: And that's another problem, you know? It can't be both. It can't be on these dating profiles, my kid is my world, my kid is my king, my kid comes first, and then... You brought them into the world under these circumstances. Their dad's a bum, their mom's a bum, one's making Mm -hmm. 30-something, the other one's making 40-something, they're fighting, they got a bunch of kids running around, you know, just, it's just, it's just gonna, it's just gonna feed the, it's just continuously the cycle. Kids are the fastest way to just derail any productive plans you thought you were gonna have. And, yes, there's mm. going to be all kind of anecdotal comments, I'm sure, in your chat about the one person who had a kid and became a millionaire. Whatever. That's not, that's not real. <laughs> Kids are expensive they time system, and you can yeah. get ahead so much faster if you're not laden down with that. And believe mm. me, whoever you have a kid with when you're not producing is not who you would be with once you got your stuff together and you were producing. When you mm. get yourself in a different space, everything looks different hmm hmm And it goes to show that,
1: you know, let's say... And I don't want to turn to a gender war, but we're just going to go there tonight. That let's say your man works, and a woman does not work besides she says she deals with the household. You think that is very productive in our case as a community, moving forward, that someone just want to sit down and let the next person make, I guess, the money, and they just sit down and only do small things or little things? You think that, that really is the wise move as a collector right now as people. It
4: would it depends on how much money the man is making in our community. We know that the average Mormon makes thirty something, the average black man makes forty two. So in mm-hmm. our community, on average, that is not the best idea. But if you have if you're mm-hmm. a black woman married to a black man who makes two million dollars a year, then you're in a you're in a different category. That doesn't really have so much to do with you know, mm-hmm. our our community or race as much as it does with the income of the person who sat you down. Now, there are people who make 40 and sit their wives down. And I I, I personally wouldn't be able to do that. I would have to mm-hmm. also work because I, I can't live off of that. And I don't yeah. see how we would have kids and all that. You love your kid. You want your kid to have the best life ever. The best life ever is private school. How do you send two kids to private school on 40 grand? I mean, people. Mm-hmm. You
0: just
4: you just have to think, you know, mm-hmm. just just think and and plan and think about these things. Kids are permanent, so this is not like Ooh, that was crazy. I got to give my money back up <laughs> and, and and start over. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that's you know? not gonna work. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's twenty years. For, you're a good parent, it's for life. You know what I mean? So it's just, mm-hmm. and that's another problem we have in our community. Bringing it back to our community. At eighteen, we kick our kids out. Other kids, you know what I mean, they get help with the with college.' not not necessarily saddled mm-hmm. with all the debt. They're getting help on the down payment of their first house. You know, there's all kinds of things that that other races are able to give to their kids. But if you just keep having kids before you take the time to position and plan and elevate so that you have something to leave them, so that you have something to, 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 to just send them out into the world with something to fall back on, you're doing them a disservice. If you're not in a position to give the child everything it needs to have the best shot in life, you having a kid is selfish it's selfish. You did it for no
0: other reason.
4: You didn't do it because I really think I'm a good mother and I'll be able to provide a kid a good life. You might be able to love it, but a kid can't live off of that. A kid has to go out in the world and survive. A black kid has to go out in the world and survive. And most people do not choose partners that are that are able to facilitate that. And they just mm-hmm. do it over and over and over again. And then they want successful black men to come back into the community and mentor. Mm. And they don't get why nobody wants to do that.
1: The call number for tonight's show is 712-770-4160. The access code is 917-324-POUND. I repeat, 712-770-4160. Access code 917 pounds Tonight's show is titled Chaos Rain Presents How to Hustle Effectively in this Twenty First Century with my special guest, Telisha Hamilton. Um you know you said selective um and pick wisely and even it goes far as that some of the black men do got their stuff together and they have made it or doing well that a lot of people in the community want the same black men to come back and mentor their kids. I've noticed, and this is what I'm hearing now, um, Delisha, that there are a few women, how they talk about saying that they want to take a step further of the children, how some of them, they don't want to even have children, especially black boys. They rather think it's more feasible to have a girl than a boy in this world because, in their mind, because of their mental illness, that these black that these boys that become men, are going to be problematic to the community. I'm not sure if any response you want to give to that, because when I hear conversations that it seems to me it's beyond sickness, it's like you have no control over yourself, and you just sit there in your mind because you don't get help, that whatever comes out your womb or who you pick is going to be a problem to the community, and you want the same boys that should come out your womb off the bat, should be building and doing things in regards for you and other women and children, just like that, no training involved. They should come out, and then you leave them out the world, and they should do what is necessary to come back to community. Does that make sense, or that, or I'm just missing something? If I'm clear, at what I'm saying?
4: No, that no, that doesn't make any sense. Children are not a problem. Children are not a plague on the community. When a child comes out, it doesn't know anything. Everything is brand new for the first time. It's not tainted. It doesn't have any hang-ups. It doesn't have any bad experiences. It's the parent. So if you what what kind of condition are you in to say to say that if you had a child it's going to automatically be a
0: degenerate? That people mm. like that shouldn't have kids. <laughs>
1: Wait wait, I'm delicious. You, 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 you might might That's break it. up. You might you might break up. Repeat that sentence. Sorry, you might just broke up. Go ahead.
4: Oh, sorry. I was saying that I don't understand a person who would who would just make the assumption that their child would just automatically be a degenerate and not see how that would be their own fault because a a, a child is is innocent. A child is a blank slate. A child isn't born a degenerate.
1: Well, I agree with you, but Self hate and logic spine. Yeah, it is self hate, and their logic said is the problem is the black male, and they think in birthing black children with said black man that is always going to be a problem, and it's always the outcomes to why their life is miserable, etc. I, and I, when I hear these conversations, I ignore it's to point. Black men is spooky, or however we're defining yeah. that subset. I, 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 of men. I I, I, agree, I agree. But to their logic, they think that every black man is a pookie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just insane that that okay, you're thinking in this extreme form, radical form. That okay, you have a problem with the black man, regardless who he is, and you choose him, or right, or you don't want to deal because you don't want to produce a black man. Okay, you go over to the other side, another committee, right? There were other groups of men. That same outcome is the same because, let's be honest, from what they're saying that these men, that they considered what you said, Denisha, Pookie, Pookie doesn't want to stay around. So they feel another group of men is going to stay around if they have their kid, rather married or not. And what I'm noticing now, this is the same outcome. You get me? So I'm not sure where these women are getting this thinking that if you don't bur a certain gender, your problem is going to be fixed tomorrow. It don't make sense to me, you know, and I'm just sitting there looking at the rationale and the logic. It sounds like insanity to a point where some of their logic, why they think that's a good move because they think it's going to expunge the problem, but you're creating more problems besides not being here as black. You're going to be someone else and you're going to have bigger problems. So I'm thinking most people, when they start to get to that mindset, I would say it's better off the women that think like shouldn't have no children. It was that really problematic. Because what are you going to do with them? Your your mind's gone. Most of these children come out as a clean slate in the story. And it tells what are you teaching and still with them. And when I hear a lot of women, Delisha, a lot of mothers, rather single or with two parents, with father... They're not teaching their babies nothing. Matter of fact, they're being more parasite to their children than anything else. If we want to go there. How do your baby come out at a certain age have bad credit?
4: If we want to go there and have this conversation. you get me?
0: Right. So... But again,
4: let's not put the minority on the majority. I don't know if the Mm -hmm. majority of parents are putting apartments in their kids' names. That's most likely not the case. The majority of the problem is just lack of knowledge, uh, examples, and resources. That's really the problem. And to address what you said earlier about dating out and taking those problems over there and having Mm -hmm. to deal with that, they're not going to have to deal with that because other races aren't accepting these men and women in mass. So it's not something they have to think about or prepare for or deal with because you're, for the most part, going to be here, um, you -hmm. know, in in your community. And and this is what it is, and this is the condition that it's in, and this is where you need to stay ten toes down and repair. And then on the flip side of that, Mm -hmm. I also understand um, how black men feel about wanting to, separate from this or how black women even may feel about wanting to separate from this because you may not feel like you want to spend your life, your youth, full years, um, you know, trying to fix this. That's not everybody's calling, And I get that and respect that as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Your
4: responsibility is to have the best life you can have and leave, uh, you know, the world a better place then you found it. And if that means touching the lives of just a handful of people, fine. You don't have to go around and be a savior for the whole community. But if everybody chooses to touch the lives of, lives of five or one, mm-hmm. then the community would be saved.
1: Yeah. And it don't take, you have to save the whole entire community, which I'm hearing a few women saying mm-hmm. that they expect. But well, Rome wasn't built overnight. Mind you. It's built by a small set of people that did their part and like in this community, because we have a certain mindset and we're not going to go into the deep psychology, why black people think operate way to do That's not nice broadcast, but it shows evident why the condition as it is, it is what it is because we're willing to do, we're not willing to do what's necessary to make the change of not only ourselves, but our mind, which will lead to the actions with the body. You get me? I think one thing will perpetuate education that it is subpar and it's only designed, especially in America, to keep you as a consumer. That's why people don't understand why is it, since we're more moving in technology, why we have not understand or there's certain things put in place to teach people how to maneuver and use money properly now while the money is being more and more tight and expunged. And my answer is simple, because they need you to be a perpetual consumer in a capitalist system. If they really go out the and start teaching finance to every community in certain school systems, whether public, charter, or private, how long do you think capitalists will last in America if if they have everybody got the knowledge? It, was, uh, I'm not
2: sure. it
4: would still be here. It would still be here. More people okay. would just be operating more proficiently within it. Okay. I don't okay. have a problem with our society being a uh, capitalist. Um, okay. It, it breeds innovation and, um, you know, provokes people to get out here and build a better mousetrap. If you're in a, you know, a socialist country where no matter how hard you work, everything is split amongst the group, that, that doesn't breed, you know, people getting out here and, you know, like I said, trying to build a better mousetrap. If your efforts aren't rewarded, it what's the purpose of Jeff Bezos creating Amazon if he gets what I get
0: mm-hmm.
4: and I get what she gets Mhm mhm
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah
1: um and, and that and that's why a lot of people fight to keep it as capitalist. and you know when people say if they were to live living a socialist or capitalist system, I mean people give mixed ideals and their answer um at the end of the day. We live in a capitalist society, and you have to operate in this environment as is and try to make the best of it possible, you know? And don't be that person. And the to rules be, got won't it.
4: be changing. That's another thing. The rules mm-hmm. won't be changing. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you don't like it. Just like Kevin mm-hmm. Samuel says, these are the points mm-hmm. for high value. It doesn't matter if you don't like it. You can either work within the system, or you can just go to work every day and figure it out once that last paycheck comes.
0: There, there is mm-hmm. no
4: other option. That's mm-hmm. what people need to understand first. There is no other option. Entrepreneurship is the only way to wealth outside of the lottery.
1: Yeah, outside of so lottery. And a lottery is... Mm-hmm. Wait, um, you broke up. Say that again. You just broke up.
4: I said, and then from there, you do it or you don't do it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So I agree. Don't I agree. come crying to these men to come and mentor or... Uh, you know, other women or whatever, because people have the right to choose what they want to choose for their own lives. Of course, it's great when everybody is giving back to the community, but you can't force anyone to do that. People want to help people who want to help themselves. People want to help people who are making an effort. Nobody wants their time wasted. We know Mm -hmm. what type of time and hours and, and just dedication we have to put in to get to the point where we're performing on this level and no one wants to to speak to a group of people who are just, it's one in one ear and out the other and they're, they're not going to perform, you know, Mm -hmm. having that expectation for, you know, the the most elite among your group is it's again, it's just, it's just a mindset, even thinking that that is reasonable, fair, shows any type of appreciation to put that type of responsibility on the people in our community when, you know, we're just breeding out of control, spending money out of control, not investing, and then you want someone to come and save you from that. Or if you do have someone to come and save you, to come and share some information with you, and then you don't act. That's a slap in the face to people who... Mm -hmm you know, do what they got to do to set themselves away uh, apart from the pack and then come back to give back, you need to be mm-hmm. receptive for that because nobody else is coming to do anything. The only thing they're coming to do for you is set up businesses in your community. That's the only That's the only thing they're coming to do for you. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And one thing you said about other groups coming in our community to set up business, and I guess we entertain these business. My question should our people still be investing into outsiders that come to our community, like, just um, in general, and they don't provide or put back anything in this community, moving forward from your, your views and your opinions? but I see a lot of outsiders, the only, like, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm.
4: The only way to take the businesses back in the community is you're going to have to starve them out. They're going to have to not be able to make any money in the community. The last time we all came together for something like that over an extended period of time was the bus boycott. You have (laughs) to do something like that. All of this nonsense about don't shop on this one day even further lets you know the lack of financial education in the community for people to even think that that would make an impact lets you know just how, how much people just don't understand about business and how that works. Businesses run on, you know, 30-day cycles, quarterly. What you do in one day does not impact anything because what does everybody do? They buy everything they need the day before or the day after. It doesn't do anything. The bus boycott went on for over a year. You have to starve the business. So you, Mm -hmm. everyone, has to not shop in this hair salon or, or mm-hmm. this a uh, beauty shop or whatever to the point where you starved the business, they've had to close their doors. Now the landlord is going to put somebody else in there. You starve them out as well. The only option for that landlord would be to either put a black business in there or you can continue to, not, to starve the business out that's currently there and not put a black business in there and force the... The, the landowner, the, the business owner, the, the, the owner that owns the property, that owns the, the, the strip mall, whatever, forced them to sell because they can't get any rent because no one wants to put a business there because the people won't spend their money there. And once that business goes up for sale, then someone from the community needs to buy it. That's, how, that's the only way. If, they're, if you can make money there, they're not going to leave. So you would have to starve them. That's it. There is no other way. So you cannot buy your your hair and your products, whatever, your fake jewelry, whatever, out of these beauty supply shops for however mm-hmm. long it takes for them to close their doors. And like I said, we haven't seen anything like that on that type of scale since the bus boycott. These are a different group of people on the planet now than were back then. Things are a lot easier now, you know what I mean, when you're not, you're not being hit with the fire hose, you know, and that's not to diminish what um, black people, predominantly black men are going through at the hands of police violence, but I'm sure everyone can agree that we're not living in, you know, the 1950s or 60s anymore, um, so I guess people just feel like it's just not as dire they're just more comfortable. There's all kinds of safety nets. I can have as many kids as I want to and I'll just get wick and Section 8 and, and all this kind of stuff or, um, you know, my uh, saying that your your dollar doesn't matter, um, I don't need to not support this business, they're going to stay open anyway. We're the only group that doesn't move as a collective. We have so much buying power in our community if our mindsets were just different Oh, we would just flourish. We would just flourish. But, again, we do not have the education. We do not have... um examples right next door. We no longer have segregation, so when people make it naturally, you want to move to a a nicer community, and and that changes the demographic of who's around you, and it kind of leaves everyone else who is not performing on that level all grouped together, and so now all they see is each other.
1: And when they see each other, there's going to be some ruckus. There's going to be chaos. When one person... Either gender is not very productive and have very much time on their hands. What they call idle time is the devil's hand. You're going to do some mischief stuff, and it, it spills throughout the community. And people forgot said, you know, the jobs are one thing to keep people busy, but it's going to be more than that. And it, it, we need more, you know. And people also said criminality is linked when we don't when people are not productive and they're not finding adequate working or opportunity to buy their time that they're going to take on to street and gangster or violent cultural life. Um, it is what it is. Um, my thing is the starving out. And I think it's going to be, and it has to be hundred percent, but it needs to be, and I'm just going to give it 60. I would say 70 or 80% will be a benchmark. Um, if you're going to starve out some of these business, that's non-black, you know, and be consistent on it. And it has to stretch more than a day because like you said, Delisha, each business runs on a quarter because they had to go see their tax if they're paying taxes. And that's why I'm not going to go into that, you know, especially if they're foreigners. But like I said, the more you don't spend with them, you give it a great shot for them to close up shop. And I will say this, Delisha, it's easy to close down an actual black on business Much quicker than any else business because, like I said, people don't see the mindset. If you're not the ones in control of the consumption in your neighborhoods, someone else is and someone else is getting rich. Someone else is taking that money you work in one week and feeding their family and their kids to go to higher schools. That is what it is. You get me? So, Mm -hmm. people got to understand this is a game here that Black people, you're going to have to get on board and play this game. And you have to play it very much in a smart and strategy-strategic way. That's how you're going to get the best outcomes. If you keep playing this same little game and saying you're going to, if somebody got attacked, let's say from a hair store, and black men, let's say they come in and put signs and say, don't shop here no more, and you fight them because they put an extra sale for some fake hair. It tells you where your mind is at. so you're not seeing a bigger picture, that these people only want your money but don't really want to see your presence. I remember one time in Atlanta, and you might have known about this because you're not a basketball fanatic, the owner or one of the part owners of the Atlanta Hawks said that he doesn't want to see black people attend to watch their games in the stadiums, but he sure wants your money but don't want your presence. And he he got a lot of hit pushback. I'm not sure if he was bought out or he was... Kicked out by you know other groups and that runs the um the Atlanta Hawks, but some happened to him after he made that statement. But that's how they think of you, black people. They want your money, but not your presence. You should be like um liquid currency to them, like the Jews said that black people are liquid currency. That's what they see you. They want you just to give them money, don't want your presence. That's an insult, a big insult to know I'm saying that your own worth to what you can give to them. And if you don't serve the purpose, they discard you like everything else. So,
4: yeah. So... You have to be smart enough to be
0: offended,
1: though. Oh, yeah. You gotta be smart enough. I agree. You got to be smart enough. Let me see. Anyone on the board? Okay. No one's on the board yet. Uh, let me check the chat room. Let's take a look. Quick look. Uh, that's the wrong one. Okay, I see one. Yeah, um, ABC if you're there you can call in. Um, my question, um, in regards to you did mention the the, the the real estate some of these people are in that do their business. In real estate, in regards to profit, for those let's say that are looking into real estate, where do one start if anything, if they're gonna take on their real estate journey, if anything regardless if they're going to buy property or what what direction the step state will take first for those that don't know?
4: I would say the first step would be to get yourself a uh, successful mentor. Um, I can recommend the person who put me on the track to making the kind of money that I make here in Atlanta. I was already doing uh, real estate before I started flipping houses here in California, but, um, what I started doing here in Atlanta was a game changer, and it really, really elevated my my income some years back. Once I got involved in this, and it was a private coach, and yes, it costs money, and that right there is always uh, the deterrent. I can remember telling um, on on some show, I uh, was either this platform or Obsidian that I had spent uh, twenty thousand dollars for my uh investor training that got me on this track and someone had put in the in the comment how many black women do you know that have twenty thousand dollars? And I completely get that. I completely
0: get mm-hmm. that. But well, that's black all the women black men and
4: black that women. you've made.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not just black women but black men and women in general that just they, for Well that's
4: what oh. the comment was. Okay. Okay. All right, go ahead. <laughs> What's yeah, like that? that's what the person had said in the comment. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I get that, but you you it, you, you don't have twenty thousand dollars, but you got twenty thousand dollars worth of handbags, or you've got twenty thousand dollars worth of debt, or mm-hmm. you know, just you've taken twenty thousand dollars worth of vacation. So it's mm-hmm. all a choice. Everyone who's in their thirties has spent twenty grand before. Yeah, yeah, they, they get that if they get a loan to go to school. Yeah, you'll get that money
1: easily. Um, You
4: could apply for a credit card. (laughs) Like I said, (laughs) they give give credit cards to kids. When you're Mm -hmm. a college student and you first get these credit card applications, you're still a kid. They give credit to kids. So Mm -hmm. if a kid can get the credit, you can get the credit. You have to pay your bills on time. You can't max out your credit cards. To have a good credit score, the only thing you have to do is just simply be responsible. If your credit is in the toilet, outside of things that, you know, COVID obviously affected people's credit, what happened in 2008 obviously affected people's credit, but outside of events like that, most of the time, there are things that you did to yourself. The things that are on your credit are bills you didn't pay or credit you didn't establish. Those are all choices. And now sometimes, of course, people make these choices, again, due to lack of education, guidance, knowledge. You know, I always try to acknowledge that because it is harder for people to hear, you know, that you need to make these changes, you need to make these changes if you're not empathetic and, and being, you know, th- this is not a situation as, you know, certain groups would believe where you could just pull yourself up by your, by your bootstraps. You know, and that's not what I'm advocating. If I can do it, you should be able to do it. Um, I was born into a fortunate situation. I, I had that from the womb, which a lot of people don't have. And I understand that. I understand that positioning that I'm in. I understand how fortunate I am. And that's why I try to share with people. You know what I mean? I'm still a regular person. I'm not some super genius out here creating Apple. I'm not some superstar on the stage, Beyonce. I'm not. LeBron James dunking a basketball. You know what I mean? It, it just came from positioning. And people need to be taught how to position themselves. But you can't teach a rock. Your mind has to be open. And a lot of the times it's going to take people being just absolutely fed up. You know what I mean? You, you, As my mom says, your belly has to get full. You have to have enough. Before you're willing to make the change. If you believe in your heart. That $42,000 a year is enough. And you're going to come with all these reasons. Well if you live here. And you're minimalist. minimalist, And you only eat beans. And dog food out of cans. That you can survive off of 42. If that's where you're going to come from with this. Then you're not really a part of this conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah
1: I agree. And I agree. And I said before. On our last conversation Delisha. That if you're a person and you think remaining on that peak of, and you're what it called max out at only the 42 K and nothing greater, then you have some soul searching to do as a man. And for one, I can't speak, but I'm just going to talk for the man that you want. It's like this. It's going to come to a point that this environment is going to make it hard for you where you gonna demand and you're going to want more for yourself. They're not gonna keep people or make you feel comfortable in this environment. They're gonna make you and gonna force you to make some decisions, especially as a man. That either you are gonna get go out here and get it, or you are gonna get get and stay at that bottom where you are at. You know, and I feel for a lot of men that don't think that it's a necessary emphasis, regardless if you're saying you're doing this for a woman. And I'm gonna be be honest, a lot of men not gonna like this. You should not be doing this for a woman. You should be doing this for yourself because you want to see better of yourself. Now, I'm not sure if I could possibly live on 42. I could probably manage possibly. But over the long haul, if, let's say, if I'm looking to, let's say, retire, right, Alicia? Then I have to think, say, there has to be some other ways to come up where I could double my money. You know what I mean? And have some come as I sleep so I could probably put it to use. You get me? My money should be put to use. And yes, I'll admit to most people, I'm sometimes very cautious because I have made not many investments and it didn't really pan out and I took a break, but I tell people many times, I'm getting back in the game, regardless how I feel about it, because there's going to be no excuse. G- getting and save money at this juncture is not enough. No, it's not enough. Brothers and sisters or any person, you're going to have to start taking your little money wherever you make and take risk. There's a notion that a famous rapper always said that people are not familiar. Years the same for 50 Cent. You get rich or you die trying. Because being adequate and average is not enough. You're going to go for brokes or that's it. And it's going to hurt. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to lose money. That's part of the game. It's going to take some money to lose some money. I'm telling you right now, there's better ways to go about it where the risk is still great, but at least you don't lose too much, hopefully. But you're going to lose out one way or the other. So get in the habit. Get in the mentality to know and say, anything I put out, I might not possibly get back possibly, but at least if I keep putting out, I'm getting some in return, and something's going to work, and you think about it, most of you that are innovators, you know how many times they had to fail before something comes right, they had to fail over a hundred times, and hell, maybe a thousand times, until something works, because everything you try to do, especially if you're trying to put out your talent, your dreams, or do something different where no one has it ever done, you're going to get a lot of bumps in this road in this journey to find something that really works And someone tell you that there's a sure fix that a perfection or something that you're going to get the best outcome they're lying to you and i tell people many times stay away from these well let me tell you that be cautious of these gurus and i'm not sure you're familiar with um glenn and cameron are you familiar with this gentleman um alicia uh no okay well he's a financial guru And he's getting heat from what he has done, so-called with some lady or some girl, whatever you want to call it. But the point is this, that this man, you think this man got to where he was being stagnant? No, he had to take a lot of risk. And he was awarded, in regards to being a financial guru, as he is where people are calling his name and using his advice and his, um, his material and stuff to get money. But he couldn't do that doing the same thing like everybody else. And that's one thing people should pay attention. How are these gentlemen or ladies that is getting the best outcomes, what are they doing different that I'm not doing? You get me? Now, there's some books that tell you how to start your financial journey, like Think or Girl Rich. or those, those are nice. But if you don't have the right mindset and you're taking action, going through those books are like another form of masturbation because you're not making use of it. And you're not applying something different where you could try something different.
4: No well, let me, let me interject Let me interject with that. Okay, go ahead. I, I will say that if your mind is not in the right place, reading those books can aid with that. I disagree that you need to have the okay. mindset first. Those books can build that for you. But, okay. again, you would have to have someone to put that book in your hand, that title in your mind. And if all your peers are in the same spot and all your elders are in the same spot as you and nobody has even heard of Thinking Grow Rich... You, how would you how will you ever hear of it unless you yourself are curious if you are curious about business and making money that book is unavoidable you will come across it but if all mm-hmm. you're doing is looking at world star and going to your forklift job in the warehouse, you'll never come across it
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I forgot another book the richest man in Babylon mm-hmm. which I never read I heard about that book as yep, well another I read it that's great another good book, and I think, was there another short red book? I forgot, it was something else, but there were like three books, you know, I think the, um, also Rich Dad, Poor Dad is another,
4: important
1: yeah, I, 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 yeah, I have that book, yeah, <laughs> I have that book as well, that's the book I only own, besides the other two books, um, but the books are here, you know, and I think I own like some penny stock by um Tim Sykes, I do not really make use of it, but that's another story, but like I said
4: you're right, um and it goes but back to him. has been pointing out black mm-hmm. men don't read. He's been yeah. pointing that out of seeing that black men don't read. And that mm-hmm. was, you know, what they used to say back in the day is if you want to keep something from black folks, put it in a book. That's where so much of the knowledge is. Everybody's got a smartphone in their hand. And if you were to look up where the last 50 things someone has Googled. What's the likelihood that any of it has to do with finance,
0: business,
4: wealth building, real estate investing, cryptocurrency, right? From the people who need to make these changes. That's not what they're that's not what they're Googling. But again, if that's not what your mama's Googling, that's not what your sister's Googling, that's not what your auntie's Googling, how are you gonna know to Google anything different? But anybody who's on your program tonight, anybody who's on any program that I get on doesn't have an excuse because I always say hit me up on Facebook. Anybody off of these Mm -hmm. programs that reach out to me, I give them my direct phone number. I get on the phone with them. I don't think I've talked to anybody who's called me off of any of these shows and been on the phone with them for less than an hour because I know how important this is. You can call me and I'll stop whatever I'm doing to talk to you because I want somebody else to enjoy the same freedom that I do, but almost... All, mo- the majority of the people that I take the time to talk to, they don't take action. And so that's why I do what mm-hmm. I can do, when I can do it, and I don't stress myself out about doing any more. Because mm-hmm. most of the people who are serious who want to do something, they're in the room with me.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 So, that's, yeah. so
4: my money, that, that, that is not what I got going on. I'm trying to, I want to help others. I want others to come along. But I'm not dragging some dead horse to the water to drink. That's not my calling.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And another thing, Delisha, um, this is way how you give back to the community, you know. And let's be honest, most of you that gives out consultation like you do, you know what I'm saying, most of you, if you don't understand, most of you, have, they, they charge you for just an hour or two, just for just a conversation. So I want people to understand the seriousness that, you know, what Delisha's doing or even what I'm doing, because I do shows on various topics here on Chaos Running Channel and so-called TRS. But I put out the information and I deal with the discussions and topics at hand. And at the point, because I'm back at my form of dealing with the solution parts of most things, that certain topics I present here is not going to be clickbait friendly. Because I know the position and mindset most of you people are. Because you feel being average and being comfortable because you get up, work, go home, that's good enough. And I'm telling you right now, what is layup? upon us now our world is changing and once the 5g is up and running and all full automation takes control of over 80 of all things that people could do that's constantly um rep- repetitive gone you're gonna go find this information now i'm not saying it's gonna be too late because as long as you got feet and arms and you're you're healthy and active you have a way to make money you get me and here's the funny thing. People that are disability, you think they have an excuse not to get it out here? No. So you that does not have no serious illness, injuries or whatever, or disabilities, you should have no excuse how to get and hustle and get your money. I never told you the story of one man that has one foot. This man works in the construction, scraping cement, putting it and moving it. And, you know, Gathering for the other fellas. You think this man complain about that that because he has uh, a missing limb that he's not going to get it and he's going to live sit off his ass and lift off something? No, he has to get out here and get it. You get me? So I'm not sure what's the excuse for most people that is body-able to better their mind, to better their financial outcomes.
4: Because you know? people don't know where to start. Again, there there's mm-hmm. a compassion piece to that. People who
1: are, you know,
4: a lot, yeah, are a lot of the time financially aggressive, forget that piece, that you are that way because of your mindset. And there may or may not, have, nine times out of ten, there's something or someone that influenced that. But there are millions of people in the world who never have that type of, you know, exposure. So that's why I say people have to, at the very, very least, the bare minimum, at least be curious, at least know that, that you're not some defective product, that if the person next to you can do it, you can do it too. You just have to figure out how to do it. He got it done because his dad was rich and gave him the money. He got it done because he could dribble a basketball. You have to figure out how you can get it done. But what I hear most from our community is all the reasons why you can't get it done. While there are there are people all around you, you know, one in ten or whatever, one in a hundred that are getting it done.
1: And not only they're getting it done, they're putting some serious work and hours to make it happen. And like anything you do, especially if you have a talent you got to maximize the amount of time you invest in your talent to get the most best efficient outcomes you need. And I tell people many times, if anything, because your mindset is not there, you always got to think to yourself, what are you really passionate about that you feel you could do that without being stagnant and willing to get and do? Because that might be one step to breaking the stagnation and changing your mind. And I think with well, people because a lot of people are trying to keep afloat, a lot of people are not fully taking advantage of what their real passion, what their real purpose of doing or what they really want to do. And I tell people many times, you're going to have to start at that juncture. You get me? Right or What it, it, it could be, you know? Start To be there. honest
4: with you, I, have to say yeah. I disagree with that.
1: Okay, tell me why. Go ahead.
4: I, I disagree with that because y- y- most people aren't in a position to do what they love to do their passion. You need to do what you have to do so that you can do what you love. So telling everyone to pursue their passion, you know, well, so, so if you tell someone who doesn't understand what it could be, what, what it, what it takes to get there, what you need to start and you say, well, what do you want to do? And they say, well, I like doing hair or I like playing in makeup. So then they want to, start a business, and and that's the thing, we're already such an entrepreneurial people doing eyelashes and braiding hair in the dorm and, you know, whatever, making those. I remember when I was in college, the girls would would draw on the Air Force Ones and stuff like that and sell those. We're already such an entrepreneurial, you know, enterprising people. You just have to have some structure and some direction behind that. It can't be, well, I like to do hair. You have to envision having beauty salons. You have to understand that just doing hair or just doing nails or whatever is not going to get you where you want to be. And if you were to – why people can't see that on their own, I don't know. But the reality is that they can't. So, therefore, you have to show them if you do nails just so that you're happy – this is how this is the only minor way this impacts your life. But if you can get yourself into a position to have a slew of nail salons in your community and it can afford you this type of life, which one would you rather have? Now everybody's gonna put pick what the slew of nail salons is going to provide you. And then you say, Okay, so this is the work that has to be put in to make this happen and then if you're gonna do nails in your house you can just swing by the beauty supply and spend fifty bucks on products that you can just keep in your living room for when somebody if somebody stops by. It's the it's the work that seems just insurmountable. Um I shared this quote Recently, in a in a Facebook group, I believe, and maybe on another show as well. But this is a quote that I also use in my classes. I have it up in my office. It's my favorite. Um, I don't know who it's by, but it says, "People romanticize their plans, but dread the execution. The magic you are looking for is in the work you're avoiding." And that is just so so true because that's exactly how we operate. You'll sit up here and romanticize your plans traveling hot girl summer gucci louis this that car, car suicide lamborghini doors red bottoms right so we're romanticizing our plans but dreading the execution, which is the work it takes to get there. The magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding. You don't feel like not spending this money on this because you and you need to put it on whatever is damaging your credit. You don't feel like going on a diet. You don't feel like whatever, whatever the obstacle is. The magic you're looking for is in the work that you're avoiding. And so that's why I just mm. I just really love that quote. Love mm. that quote.
1: Hmm. Mm, interesting. Interesting.
4: Um. Well, like I
1: said, um, the reason I say that because you know, I mean, I want it better for those who seeking answers. Um, and I don't know all the answers for most people that's not familiar with me. But I just give my little suggestions. Um, and you're right. A soup a nail salon would be nice, depending on how people. Mm, plan out, market themselves to make it happen. Um, if you're a person that's good at one thing and you're making money, it would be wise if you your credit is good enough to buy a salon, you know, have people rent it out, you know, and start from there and eventually it'll lead to another one and another one. And eventually it doesn't seem much like work, you know. It's the only time you might want to do it as a passion is probably like on appointments, you know, to see you. But the money is working for you because someone's bringing you the money for you. So that will make more of a sense. But like I said, Felicia. It's a certain mindset and strategy and planning, you know? Because a lot of people will think about it, but they always wanna know how can I make this a reality? And that's where the true education starts. You get me? Um Right. I, I think I think there are online digital class, something that's cheap that will get you just to get little small work, um, just to get the understanding nope, basic. I
4: don't recommend that. Again, you don't recommend? I don't okay. recommend. That. Okay. That's a waste of money. It discourages people. You get something that's cheap. If it's cheap, it's not what you need. Because okay. anybody who has put together a package for something that is worth anything is going to charge for it. Okay. So I spent okay. twenty grand to get in the community and made mm-hmm. three hundred grand my first year. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. See that?
1: Three hundred again. So you 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 spent twenty and. In return, I mean, I think that's like
4: uh,
1: three hundred. I can't calculate that.
4: But and that's, that's off. Of, and that was off of that one segment in which I got the coach to help me to do that. I already was doing other things. That was just the new, the new thing.
0: So mm-hmm. I made
4: three hundred off of that one thing. One thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. That one thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm. So, like I said, people, there's
1: the possibilities endless. I say. I say. Um,
4: yeah,
0: and I'm more than happy
4: money. to share my coach with people. It's not mm-hmm. a, it's not something that I, that I'm coveting and I only want to be the only successful person and he can't help anybody else. Please, everybody call. I want mm-hmm. everybody in my community that to have the type of success that I have. At least try.
1: hmm Oh, yeah.
4: At least try. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, And try
0: so, they will. hmm hmm yeah. The
4: first place people need to start, in my opinion, the easiest place to start is tightening up your personal credit. Once your personal credit is tightened up, you can get you can get credit cards. You can get lines of credit. You can get things like that. Get yourself an LLC for your business. You need to start building business credit under that. The official business credit that mm-hmm. is really going to get you where you need to go, the coach mm-hmm. will also help you with that. That is also a separate fee outside of the real estate coaching fee. So, yes, you're going to have to invest in yourself. And where have we heard this before? Kevin Samuels. What did he say? Personal trainer, therapist, uh, image
0: consultant. Mm -hmm. These things cost
4: money. If the women have to spend it, the men have to spend it, too. The women exactly. have to spend it on the things that they need to spend it on. And for the men, the primary focus is providing and whatnot, and that goes back into finances. It is okay, it is not your fault to have been born into a situation with the resources that you had, with the parents that you had. That is not your fault. It is 100% your responsibility now. Yeah, there's there should no- be who's listening to your program right now has no mm-hmm. excuse my name is delisha hamilton d-e-l-e-s-h-a i am always available to the people in my community you can reach out to me for help if mm-hmm. nobody calls then then there's nothing that can be done mm-hmm.
0: there's nothing that can be
1: mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and with credit score it's like credit score like i would say close to 800 or greater of on the average you know for most people that if they got that they can start applying getting certain credit cards am i right Delisha? no it's 740
4: 7, 740 oh, oh, so, i thought it was more than no that no doors okay. are closed no doors are closed to you at 740
1: okay 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 cool 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 oh one one important question i never asked this to those that have bad credit for whatever reason like either um in general don't they have to go to the bank to buy uh what do you call it, a credit card to start build back up credit like think figure like three, something else, and yeah, the credit's to shock. I think that was one question. Well, you one,
4: have one. A, a, a secured credit card, which are credit cards in which you put your own cash on them and mm-hmm. you spend that reports to your credit. So, yes, yeah, some people need to start there. But where you really need to start is get yourself a subscription to Experian or MyFICO or whatever, pull your report, see what's on it
0: mm-hmm.
4: and try to start addressing those issues. Now, one thing I highly recommend is that people reach out to the company, Credit Nerds, okay? Um, They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They will fix your credit for free. You just have to turn on a credit monitoring service with them, which is like 40-something bucks a month, and they'll fix your credit for free. A lot of people make the mistake of trying to fix their credit themselves once they get the mind to fix it, and then they start calling on old accounts and whatnot trying um, trying to get those resolved. And a lot of the time that that just will reactivate the account if it has already passed the time. Say you have something on your credit that's only legally allowed to be on there for three years. If you call about it and start asking about it, trying to negotiate on it, that's going to reactivate it. But if you let a credit repair... Uh, 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 not Lexington Law, not FBS, not none of that crap. Th- those aren't real. They don't. They're just going to take your money. Okay. The company that I just recommended, like I said, they have an A plus rating of the Better Business Bureau. They're all word of mouth. That I mm-hmm. found out about them in my private investor community. They do absolutely no advertising. Just like Harvard doesn't do any advertising, but DeVry does. Right. So. You need to get your personal credit in line because your personal credit is the easiest thing to attack. Business credit takes a little bit more time to build, but you still have to do it. The work you're avoiding, right, you still have to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. But your personal credit is something you can kind of manipulate uh, quicker, and you can start applying for credit cards and lines of credit and things like that, And, and that is the bank's money. That is a loan but it's mm-hmm. in your wallet instead of I need to go to the bank to get a loan. And remember, they're only in the business of lending money to people who can prove they don't need it. Like I said, I put my first house on a credit card. I had the woman who taught me the strategy, who I met in my investor community. You see, mm-hmm. if I hadn't been in the community, I wouldn't have met this woman. I wouldn't have learned the strategy. You wouldn't have the money to put my house. you got to position yourself. That goes back to what I said about positioning. You need to be around other people who are doing what you're doing. So that you don't have to figure everything out on your own. So she taught me this strategy. And I had her to send me several invoices through PayPal. I try, Of course, you want to do this with someone that you trust. I charged, yep. paid all the invoices with my credit cards, pulled all that money into her bank account. And my business partner met her and picked up the cash. Now I have this huge lump sum of cash that I use to get involved in the real estate Real estate, real now, estate Have game. some yeah. bumps in the road because I did that. Yes, I did. But the benefits offset the negative effects of that.
0: Mm.
1: Okay, 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 credit nerd. Is there any way you can inbox me on Facebook? I might just put that in the description, credit nerd, if possible. Um, uh-huh. Okay. Um, what's your view on tax lien? Because I know that's another new hustle going around, this taxing nonsense. What's your views and opinion on that?
4: So I can't 100% speak intelligently on it, but it is definitely something that my partner and I have thrown around as something that we might want to look a little bit more into. I believe, again, disclaimer, I'm not speaking intelligently on it, but I believe that how that process works is if you find a property that has Uh, taxes where the person's uh, defaulted on the taxes, that you can catch that up. And then I think you have to hold the property for a year uh, to see if the person is going to come and pay the back taxes. If I'm not mistaken, the person would have to reimburse you for the taxes as well as any improvements that you've made to the property. And that Mm. might be uh, cost prohibitive for, for whoever the homeowner was. And therefore, you may be able to to keep the property, I don't know if that changes in every state. I don't know all the caveats to that, but that's just like a, a, my high level um, understanding of that. What I know uh, very well are pre foreclosures. That's what I deal with, and those are the, uh, in my opinion, the the easy. Uh, uh, I, I'd say properties that you can get into with the least of your own money.
1: Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, thank you for um, t- um, educating that because I mean, I've seen that that's another possibility, but like I said, if you're going to be buying some that's tax lien, and like always, people are not paying taxes on the property. So like I said, they could always recoup that property if they pay up the taxes. And uh, a year is a great number for anybody to catch up to pay off those property taxes, depending on how much they're behind be honest. And
4: And let's be honest. How many other houses could have flipped in a year when you put the money you had into a a tax lien? You also have to think about the strategy. Just because people are out here talking about tax liens, you have to think about where you are financially. Are you financially stable enough to catch up this person's mortgage, make improvements to the house, and not see any of it for a year? Because if I'm not mistaken, you can't even put a renter in the house. So you have to cover the expenses on the property for a year, but then you get the asset. So, however much equity is in that house, that's all yours. That's completely worth it to someone who can financially park that money there. But for people who can't, you need to flip houses. You need to wholesale houses. You need that quick turnaround.
2: But you can really react yeah,
4: you like yes. that. So you have to be educated. That's where the private coaching comes in. If you have a good solid coach, don't get off the the, the show here and go Google private real estate coach. I will give you the phone number to my coach. I'm telling you what I made when I knew absolutely nothing about flipping houses. I was dealing with multifamily property, rental units, commercial property in California. I wasn't flipping residential housing. I knew nothing about it. It was this coach and my mindset that allowed me to create that business here in Atlanta. And you can charge it on a credit card, but then there goes through a, well... You only have one credit card with a $500 limit because you let your ancestors tell you that that was not the right thing, to do, you know, to do. Or I'm not risking $60,000 do, to do this or that, you know. It, 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 it's really, we just need a large enough group of people who see the light, who understand to start making changes. You're not going to be able to save everybody. There are going to be people who are just fine making thirty thousand dollars a year. There are going to be people who you just can't you just can't tell them anything. Look at all those posts; it was mind blowing to me. All these memes and posts and things that people created during coronavirus, um, when people first the memes and, and posts were going out saying. Um, that if you haven't started a business during coronavirus, then you weren't on top of it and you weren't doing what you were supposed to do or whatever. And then in response to those memes and, and comments, so many people were coming back with, you know, don't let anybody make you feel bad because you didn't X, Y, and Z during COVID. This was a challenging time. People had things to worry about. People had kids home from school, blah, blah, blah. If you And then for the people who were like, yeah, yeah, that's right. I had all this going on. I had all that going on. That's a that's a, a separate group of people. You got to speak to the people who can persevere and rise above even with those things going on. I didn't flip a single house during COVID because, like I said, I target pre-foreclosures. There was a moratorium on foreclosure, but because I'm in real estate, because I know other people in real estate, another woman that I know from real estate called me and she said, hey, Delisha, why don't you take a look at this? At first, I wasn't interested. Eh, you know, I'm just really into real estate. I want to see what's going to happen with COVID. She called me again, convinced me to do it again. I did it again. I mean, excuse me. She she called me and convinced me to do it. I did get involved, made 100 grand to replace- wow a portion of what I could have made flipping houses, positioning. Mm-hmm. Again, if I hadn't positioned myself to have met this woman for her to know that that I'm out here making moves, making money, she called me because she knew that my mindset, which to, you know, in transparency, wasn't open to her suggestion at first, but it didn't take a whole lot of prodding because I my mindset is in the entrepreneurial space. So again, something I had never gotten involved in before. I checked it out. I took a risk, put 10 grand on it, made 100.
0: Mm. So when,
4: and, and I'm the same way. When things come my way, the same thing she put me on, I told all my close family and friends, right? My mm-hmm. boyfriend did uh, maybe 70, 80 something thousand. My other girlfriend did 30 something thousand. I had a friend who did. 16,000 and I had two other friends that did 8,000 each. All my other friends who well, I got to see, I got to think about it, you know, or or not even friends, but people who, you know, associates whatever, who didn't want to answer my calls whatever, they suffered all through COVID. You cannot force anybody to elevate. You cannot force anybody to take risks. You can't afford, you can't force anybody to to trust you.
1: Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. I would say um, when there is opportunity needs to be met, you had to either rise the occasion or you're going to falter. And I had to agree, most majority Americans did not take advantage of this lockdown, as we should have been. You get me? I'll tell you one thing. Other corporations have taken advantage to find a way to put you out, <laughs> to most people that are not, not aware of. So I tell people many times, if you're going to be proactive to situation where you could be dire straight or you're just gonna, you know gonna fold. It is what it is. There are people that's gonna be eaten and there's ones who's not gonna get eaten. You gotta pick at the end of the day.
4: Um and the people who are telling you not to worry about it, they didn't pay your mortgage during COVID for you, did they? No. Now the moratorium nope. was listed lifted on August twenty sixth and how are you looking? When you let all these women tell you, don't let anybody feel bad. Your kids are home. You got stress. You got to focus. You were home. You were home. There are people who build businesses who who commute to work and they still build businesses. hmm You know? And, and everybody's situation is different. Everybody's got an anecdotal experience as to why it doesn't apply to them. And that's why I don't stress myself out about it. Who wants to get rich? Raise your hand. Come with me in the other room. Mm-hmm. That's, That's it. That's what it is. That's it. That's You it. don't want to do it. That's completely fine with me.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask a few more questions. But before then, let me give the call one more time for those who want to ask questions. And this last time I'm giving the call number. For those who don't call, fine. I'm just going to ask my last two questions, and I'm probably going to conclude this. So for those that want to ask their question, I will miss Hamilton's online. The number to call in is seven one two seven seven zero four one six zero the access code is nine one seven three two four pound I repeat seven one two seven seven zero four one six zero the access code is nine one seven three two four pound tonight's subject chaos rain presents How to hustle effectively in the twenty first century Oh, my guest Delisha Hamilton. Now you talk about cryptocurrency do you have to um learn from a coach or you went to any special seminars to know how to use or buy crypto in a way? That's one of my questions. No. My
4: my partner is heavily into crypto. Uh, my father has started investing. So to be honest, my my mother and I we just really follow my boyfriend's lead and she tells him she'll send him text messages and says, Don't forget about me. Remember when you move I move that's her slogan. So if he calls her and says, "Hey, I'm about to buy this," then she'll transfer, you know, some money in my account so that I can buy the buy the coins for her. So you mm-hmm. know, I'm into it and monitoring it a, a little bit. My my passion is real estate, but again, mm-hmm. positioning connections with other people who who are doing well. When you trust those people, you can just follow. Just like the other woman, I just I followed during COVID to a to a six figure win. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. same thing. I've got some great coins lined up. I plan for those coins. You know what I mean to do to do very well. I've got tens of thousands of dollars invested in crypto, and if one of those coins hits, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that that's it. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. have heard about crypto. People are getting into it. I'm so glad to see that you know more people of our people are getting into that space and um, uh, day trading and and uh, selling what is it, options and and things like that. So so mm-hmm. so many people did, you know, there are so many people who who picked up new things during COVID. Everybody didn't, you know, have a, a a reason or, you know, an excuse or a circumstance or whatever. There was a lot of people who, you know, performed and got it together and I'm I'm just glad to see, you know, so many people um engaging in that space, you know. That's investing, mm-hmm. that's wealth building, that's that's preparing for the future. So, again, you know, if you don't have these type of resources, I completely get how scary that could be um, to take that kind of risk. But, you know, if any, as I said, you know, people can always reach out to me and all I can do is, is tell you what I'm doing. Of course, I'm thorough and I try not to make any missteps myself. So, um, you know a lot of the things i did when i was getting started that's what i did was blindly follow someone that i trusted
0: mm,
1: okay okay and to be honest i've noticed some people hit me up from ig about saying would you like to make 10 grand off of crypto give me invest 500 and i give you 10 K and I'm noticing there's a trend here where it's not one person, but a few other people doing the same thing. And to me, this is a very nice Ponzi scheme. Unfortunately, if people are getting caught to the trap of that, that you're just going to give somebody $500. Like people have $500 to really spend or lose just to make 10 K in crypto. I mean, it, it just baffles me that they'll take advantage of people that are, I guess, destitute or deprived of money and need money. Not me, you know, and I get the message like everybody else, but I just don't move because when I look at it, what makes sense, I'm giving somebody my little money so they could trade crypto on my behalf, and I have never traded personally yet. You get me? So I tell people many times, be careful who's out here trying to ask for anything just to give you something in return. Because it's not, it's not a hustle out here. And it, to be honest, it's a nice little hustle. Because think about it. You don't talk to him; You can't be on the phone, have a conversation, none of that. They just send the same message and hope that he's going to give money and keep it pushing. This is a new hustle. So in terms
4: of what you're describing with giving, uh, investing yeah. in these platforms that um, are trading with your, your money, um, mm-hmm. investing your money, I know a few people who have made
1: money like that, but I know more people that have lost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially and I'm thinking that I'm saying, Okay, you're this proficient. You're gonna give me this uh this outcome. I don't know you personally. No, not you, Delisha, but generally when a person hits me up on Messenger, whether Facebook or I G and I say I wanna have a conversation, I get the same response. Text back and forth. And I'm picking saying, it seems to me that you're, you're a scammer here because it seems to me you're trying to ask to get my money to, I guess, make some extra money and maybe give me some money in return. And to me, I don't follow those traps. I know some people might have gotten some money, like you said, but I will not bank my little pennies on that to someone that I don't know just to give money, you know, just to get some return. I'd rather just take the education possibly. If I'm going to lose money, it should be in my courts you know, but it should not be somebody's gift to you and hope that he's going to give me 10 K the next day or within a few
4: days or a week. Um, you know, that's, that's not me, but that's just me. There's just, there just more secure investments that you could make, you know, yeah. really the bottom line that it's just, it's not necessary to do that. There are other things, you know what I mean? That you can do. And for anyone who's listening, it feels like, you know, the coaching number is really high. There, there are things you could do to get in position to, to do that, you know, mm-hmm. but you have to hear about those things. We don't have enough time to talk about them. So, again, if anybody is just like, I'm really tired of being in the rat race, I'm afraid, mm-hmm. right? I'm 30-something yeah. years old. I'm 40-something years old. I don't have any support. I didn't have any of these teachings. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm afraid. And that's reasonable. People who, if you're in that situation where you are 30, 40-something years old and you're not making six figures, you need to be afraid. That is, a, that is completely where you need to be emotionally, is in a state of being afraid. But you can't yeah. let that paralyze you because the yeah. inevitable is coming. Every single day, you will be closer to 70.
0: Mm-hmm. Every
4: single day, you're getting older, thus your expenses are going to be increasing. So you cannot afford, literally, to let it paralyze you.
0: But exactly. just know
4: that I understand it's not crazy to feel that way. You just have to, you just have to push through that because the 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 only other outcome of that is for winter to come and you're homeless. Because winter is coming. Winter is the is the is the economic reset, which we have roughly every ten years. Roughly every ten years, there is an economic reset in this country where the wealth gap widens. And you just have to decide where you want to be. When the recession happens, the rich get richer. That is, and the and the poor
0: that get is poor. Change.
1: And the poor get poor. So when they talk, and I'm gonna be honest with most people that talk about this permanent class. Only time when there's gonna be any permanent anything is whether there's gonna be a, a top and lower, rich and poor. That's what comes to my equation. You get me? And a lot of people really don't really really quickly analyze that. Every decade or so, the money is being more squeezed out of the either middle or lower class and the top is getting more of all your money. So people need to start paying attention to these trends and really say proactive in taking your finance a little seriously to try to come up and be either try to get to six figures or even surpass six figures and get seven figures. Anyway, how you get, you get it. Get it where you fit it and get make as much money you can. And that's my notion, Alicia, that a man or woman, but let's say I speak for the man, that as a man, you should always try to make as much money as you can. You should not be complacent and feel that where you're at, that's good enough. No. As long as you live in this capitalist world, there's only going to be those that's going to get it and those that don't get it and they stay at the same spot. There's no in-between. And the system's going to keep teaching and biting you in the ass. If you're gonna remain at that same stagnant spot, you know. So, I'm gonna leave it on that. Now, for my final question to wrap this wonderful night, and I noticed that people are very quiet because they're taking and absorbing this information. So, I see the board is lit up, and I know most of y'all guys that call and listen. It seen to me y'all finance must be good because you don't have no questions from what I'm pursuing. I don't want to hear from none of y'all guys during the after hour, and y'all talking about some different or about the guests. Because I'm not going to allow it. Just give me a disclaimer right now, people, that's listening to my stream. I, when I have people like this, I'm talking about business and money and serious things. No one's going to shame me. Alicia's not going to say that you're worthless Can you make this. No, she's going to say, that's nice, but I'm here to help to see, make you, to see and get you where you need to be. Correct, Alicia? Correct. But there's no shame and insult. If that was the case, I would not have this stream. Gentlemen ladies You get me all of us we could always do better. We always could better ourselves And that's the thing black people got to get out of their mindset that when we have people on here that know what they're doing and You explain your financial problem. Don't be shaming shit that where you are is some look down. No it's someone where it said okay at the spot you could do better There are steps you could and this woman right here I have online could help you to achieve that You get me it's just that simple. Now, if you want to go hit her up during the description at the end of this stream, which I will put, it's up to you. And I might even put a number if she wants to give me a number, and I'll do that as well. Do you hear me? Well, we have people in the community, this is how they give back. Through knowledge, understanding, and the few connects, if you want to put in the work, people. Because, let's be honest, you get all the information, and people that will say assisted but we're not going to lead you to the water you got to go to the water drink the goddamn kind of water at the end of it that's how it works so my last question amazon because you said the amazon store how does that work in regards with amazon because i know some people have made accounts business accounts with amazon and they have set up shop but i never understand how that really works in regards for like another side gig with Amazon. I don't know if you want to give or explain in that way how Amazon stores work for people.
4: Okay. So I have two Amazon stores. Um, One I am building. It's a private label store. So I'm launching, my partner and I were launching our first product. And the store where I was seeing the most success, I was doing dropship with Walmart. So you would go on um, you know, Amazon. Well, first of all, I was working with a company, right, that managed the dropship store. So basically, you need to have, again, credit. You have to have credit cards that you can hook up to the store so that the product, when someone purchases something, it's charged to your credit card. Then it gets shipped out um, every, uh, what is it, every month you or two weeks, whatever they have it set up. Uh, however, the person that you're the company that you're working with is running your store is setting up. They'll take whatever percentage of your profit that you've agreed upon. So Amazon takes their cut, then Amazon pays you biweekly, whatever you make. You give the people that ran your store um, a bit of the profit. So basically, if you've got Credit and credit cards—you've got those hooked up there. They're charging, they're running up your credit cards. They're charging, making sales. Amazon pays you every two weeks. You pay the credit card back down. You give them the percentage of what they're making. They manage the store for you, so you—you you didn't have a lot of work to do, and you just make what's left over. So, um, but the drop shipping model has a lot of problems, as I've discovered. I didn't lose any money, um, but it was just a lot of—it's just it. It it just has a lot of problems. My recommendation would be to go Amazon SBA. Those are the products that you see on Amazon that um, that are fulfilled by Amazon. That's what's called SBA. So sellers, in that instance, your credit card isn't being charged when someone purchases something. You will have had to purchase whatever item you're selling in bulk, ship it to Amazon for Amazon to manage. Now, that's a better model because then Amazon takes full responsibility for your product, the shipping, if anything is lost, you know, whatever the case. If you're just doing dropship, then that's on you. So before I uh, shut down the dropshipping so that I could switch down to an SBA model, I was at over $50,000 a month in sales. So that's not net profit, but those are sales, $50,000 a month in sales. So, again you know that is something that people can completely position themselves to do the only thing you need is to have credit cards to hook up to the amazon store so that or, or so that you can you know purchase your your product in bulk and have it shipped to amazon you also have to be to have the desire in you to learn how to do it and to reach out to a company so for me right now I, I want to recommend companies that are performing, and like I said, I'm switching my model from dropship to SBA, so I don't have a company to suggest. I have one that I'm going to roll forward with, but I haven't as of yet, so I don't give recommendations um, to, to com- companies that, that I don't know for sure. So I'm going to use this new company to do my SBA, um, and if things work out, then I'd be more than happy to share that. Um, the other store that I have, like I said, that's uh, a private label, and private label means that you've sourced a product or you've designed a product or created a gadget or whatever it is, and you've created a brand and you're branding the product, right? Um, and then same thing, SBA. You, you order it in bulk, ship it to Amazon, and sell it. Uh, your profit margins are greater on SBA um, than they are with dropship. Or I mean, excuse me, with private label than they are with dropship or SBA. So with dropship or SBA, your profit margin is about ten percent, and then with um, with private label, it's about twenty to forty percent. Do you see how it's significantly more? But of course, it costs it costs more to get that started. I didn't know anything about Amazon. I didn't know what to do. But so what did I do? Again, anything worth having costs money. I paid four grand to join this private community. Again, most things worth having are private. What I say private investor community, private uh, credit repair company, right? Um, So I I paid $4,000 for us to join this uh, private, private group with someone who created this course and created this group who's making about $12 million a month, a month, 12 million a month on Amazon. That's who you want mm. to be in the room with. That's who you want to be listening to, and it costs four thousand dollars to get in front of them. So you have to decide.
0: Mm.
4: You have to mm. decide. You want to try to make twelve thousand a month? It costs four grand. If four grand is too much to spend, then hey, I am not mad. I am not mad. But I like my fries hot out the grease when I come through. I'll come support your business. You buy something from my Amazon store, and I'll come through the drive-through and support your business.
0: Mm. Mm.
4: Y'all hear that? So 4000 is just too much for you to get rich. You just can't spend it. You just can't sell that Gucci bag or some of those Jordans or not spend this or not spend that or not tighten mm-hmm. up your credit enough to get mm-hmm. a credit card where you can put $4,000 on it. If you can't do that, you, then you can't do that. There's no shame in that. You just can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't. Everybody can't handle everything. I can't handle making 42000 a year so-and-so can't handle making $420,000 a year. And that's just where we, that's just where we, we're at. And that's fine. hmm mm-hmm,
0: But for mm-hmm. those
4: who want to do it, I suggest you get yourself the real estate coach. It feels good to be able to make, I've never, I have never on, on real estate, this is just my personal experience. I've never okay. held a house longer than 90 days, and I've never made less than the low 30,000.
0: hmm on any house,
4: house I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Off one house. Never made less mm-hmm. than 30, 30-something, 30 32, 33, and I've never held a house longer than 90 days. If you can't get your credit in position to get some credit cards or to part with your savings, to get with the coach that can teach you how to do that, you don't even deserve it.
0: Mm, mm,
1: mm. i tell you, people, that's some serious game right here. Now... Like I said, I know doing these streams, you know, it's not going to be favorite to the algorithm because this requires, you know, for people to have ears listening. And hell, the algorithm might prevent this even better depending if they're going to better people's finance. At the end of the day, information like this is a necessity for those that really want to take the opportunity to better their life, their finance, and the outcomes of wherever position they are in life. And like I said before, to most men and women that you could stay. At your low position as it states now, but I'm guarantee you right now, as time gets harder, your money is going to get very smaller and smaller, and things are going to keep going up. So the best thing you could do is if you're going to have these streams of income, it's better to start off somewhere where you could potentially get a greater outcome without too much put in, put into it. And normally you're going to have to need some money, and usually your credit is going to probably be the one thing most people going to have to focus. At the end of the stream, like I know most Americans don't got a seven, uh, 700 or greater credit score on the average. So that's something that we can do and fix. And like I said, taking or going through, like I said, either buying that secure credit card $300 or go to Credit Nerd, which I think the Credit Nerd is probably more a viable option because what I heard with those secure credit, they, the entrance is ridiculous, you know. I'm not sure you're familiar with this, I'm Delicia. But I'd rather have my credit fixed in a way so I'm able to qualify for these credit cards like Capital One, wherever these the ones that are these so called commercial credit cards, you know. Or parts of I've cards never had know. a
4: secured I've never had a, a, a secured credit card but I don't see I I don't think there's interest because it's your money. You're okay. not borrowing the bank's money, it's your money.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
4: You're right. loading up the credit card and they're reporting how you use your money. Because you can't, you're not in a position to use their money, so they can't report how well you use their money. They're going to report how well you manage your money through their system. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't believe there's there's interest because they're not loaning you anything.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Cool.
4: Cool. Cool. Your, do what? your callers, you have any callers that want that have questions?
1: You know, from what. And this is the funny thing with this particular topic. They, just want, they said they they like to listen to conversations like this, but they don't want no question or input. So Ooh. I will take it one or two things, Miss Hamilton. Either got their money right, which I disagree, because I had you on here for a purpose because let's be honest. If the average American between either man or woman race racial group is not even over sixty grand or greater, you need to up that up. You need to get your financial up, no matter what state you're in. I'm sorry, forty or fifty grand, wherever they said between the two race. To me, that I don't think that's enough, especially if you live in a certain major cities, not just down south, but just major cities. You need more money than that, and if you think that one job whatever you're doing is paying you enough just to get by, you know what happens to this when most people are unemployed. That little money, you're only two paychecks away from homeless. And I think, to be honest with you, and this is not going to be popular, I think if most people get more homeless, it's going to probably wake up enough people. Not just the men. Because mm-hmm. there are some men that are homeless, and either they're going to show and prove or not, they're going to remain the way they is. But, but my, my biggest issue is for a lot of women think that they're gonna be just fine and said so the winter coming only for men, not for women. Now I'm thinking, Boo Boo, you're not anywhere any above average demand. And because you have a MyFans only account, you think you're making money? Ha. Huh? My fans only had to make a decision a month ago that they were gonna take off the, the sexual porn explicit off the website because the credit card companies can't keep funding that. It's not oh, a you're only yeah, OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people say if they don't got no work, they're gonna go to OnlyFans. You get me? Okay. But they already show and prove that they can't they can't keep support because let me tell you something. Porn is a somewhat a lucrative money and a hustle, but if you look at credit card companies or people that um that people taking money, and here's the funny thing: if you using credit cards just to watch somebody play with their pussy for a subscription that's that tells you you need to get your mind right you need to get your money up and this is what I'm hearing delicia that people that that that's watching some of them got no jobs don't got money and they're using credit cards just to support their little lustful um behavior so that was one of the issues with my my only fans but they said they had they made a decision with the credit card bureau so that they don't have to go Throughout the way to remove the the porn aspect of the website, but I'm guarantee winter still coming nonetheless. Because they they only prolong. It. They're still gonna do it, but they're gonna have to wait till next year to look at is there any other avenues to money off that website? without all that junk. No it does make over them a billion dollars last year. It's not economic feasible. It's not a good marketing ploy to have a website as popular as this. To know that if people go and try to create content constructively, they know the reputation is a is more known for porn than anything else, and that's not a good business model overall in the long long term. And my fans only is in the business for the long haul. So for those women that think that because men are poor and homeless, they have to wear, but they winters more focus on them than they, themselves, you're delusional. You're very much delusional. Hell, Letitia. I'm mean, Delisha. The, I'm not sure from where you're at to know how well women are having it good up there that they're not really super struggling, where they think they're good where they're at. Can you name a few? Kind of sure if you around knowing this because you're in a different tax bracket to most people. I'm
0: sorry, what, you're asking me, do I know women?
1: Yeah, like I, so what, what you what you witnessed in the seeing so far, to women that said they got it good, they're all good by themselves, so that, that they don't have to worry about of If they're going to be homeless or not, or the winter is coming for women in America, and they're thinking the government is going to support them. Or they, there's some things they could do just to support themselves, like, you know, going through, you know, sex, not sex trafficking, but, you know, like the underworld. You get me? Uh huh. I'm not sure if women uh-huh. think that they're... Go ahead.
4: Yeah, no, that's not sustainable. I mean, anything that has to do with sex work, um, I'm not advocating for that. I'm just responding because you brought it up. But, you know, Mm -hmm. that's based on your looks, which will fade. Um, It's also just not anything I'd advocate for a woman. There are other things that you can do. You're better than that. There are more resources here in the United States in 2021. That's really not something that you have to engage in. Again, that's a choice. Um, that will badly damage your reputation. Your children will find out. Any man that takes you seriously will find out. Any mm. serious job prospect will find out. That's not something you can keep hidden. That's not a path that I advocate that anybody go down. Um, there, there are so many other things uh, that you can do. So, so that, just because it's based off of looks and whatnot, um, is just not sustainable. And the consequences for that, uh, far outweigh the the benefit. You're not gonna become whoever the top woman is. I, of course, I would have no idea what her name is, whoever she is. you know, there's probably five of them, ten of them, whatever, you know I don't know. Anything yeah. that is the top producing in whatever field it's not the masses, it's only a handful. So you would yeah. have to think about what's the probability that you're gonna be a millionaire porn star. It's probably very slim. So now you mm-hmm. would have you ran through your reputation is damaged. Um, destroyed, and eviscerated, like, let me just keep adding on to that. (laughs) Don't do that. Um, Mm -hmm. There's so many other things that that you can do. That will be out in the world forever. Like, Sandlot, forever. Like, really just, you gotta think of something else. You have to think of something else besides that. So, I don't even want to talk about it. Sustainability. It's not sustainable. Figure out something else. Have some pride. Have some
1: self-respect. And not only is it not sustainable. There are stories right now for people that was in the adult and entertainment business that are now going back to regular life, into the workforce, and even from their own experience, they can't find adequate work. Especially some of them went just to do porn, just to get a degree in nursing or a certificate in certain fields. They can't get job or work because of their history of doing porn. So if you're a woman and you're doing my only fans, for whatever reason, even if you're not even playing with your coochie pussy, whatever you want to call it, if you have a reputation of making money like that and your name and your image is on the internet, that stays there permanently. A lot of people think that they could take money. Like I hear some of these so-called, um, dating coach or them giving games to like women say, you could spend some money and expunge it. You cannot expunge it because the internet is forever. And if you put out the internet stays for a lifetime. This is the biggest archives of information a person could do and hurt themselves if not careful. So please tread softly in your actions. Do not put anything out there that you don't want no one else to know it's you. I don't care if you change the name or whatever. Do not do it. Don't risk it. Especially if you're a person that's going to do it temporary and then you're going to go back to the physical world and think it's nothing. No, 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 no. That's not going to work. And a lot of men that tell you, honest, if you're trying to find a mate, especially men that have any sense, they know if you have a history there. they will entertain you, but they're not going to wife you. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. I'll let y'all reminisce on that. But anyway, another great show, Delisha Hamilton. I think this was well worth it. A lot of information was said tonight a whole lot of information a lot of people is going to, have to take time to go back reabsorb this take into consideration and eventually hit you up for any further questions or actual consultation wherever your time holds for those who's ready i'm hoping i'm willing they will take the action and anything else that we're going to see moving forward like i said it's up to you now people i think i laid the information out and i did promise i was Wait, somebody now just raise their hand. Uh, I'll take this one, caller. All right, caller? hope you are mind who's this.
3: Hey, what's going on, Gary? Yeah, what's I caught, uh, uh, the, the I guess, the second half of the show, so um, good, mm-hmm. good show um and, and good information. Of course, some of it, not everything, but uh, I, I'm hearing about the finances. I have a question in regards to uh, credit karma for your guests. Uh, what do you? What's your opinion on credit karma? And as far as what I was told, credit karma is not only uh, uh helps you with your credit, um as far as building up your score, your credit score, but also giving you access to credit cards that you couldn't have before. What what what's the whole situation with that? Because I I have gotten some some information, but not a hundred percent. And I wanted you maybe to clarify that.
4: Hi. Well, thank you for calling. Um, In terms of Credit Karma, number one, Credit Karma does not give you your accurate scores. So I don't use Credit Karma to look at uh, my scores. Your scores are always going to be higher on Credit Karma than they are when you pull them on, say, MyFICO or Experian, which is going to give you a more uh, holistic and realistic view of your credit But Credit Karma does have one feature on there that is invaluable. Again, learned this from uh, the same woman in my investor community. If you go into Credit Karma and you click on uh, the section for the utilization, you will be able to see where that credit card has last reported to the credit bureaus. So what I have typed up on a, a little separate note on that notepad in the iPhone is I have all my credit cards typed out and I went into Credit Karma and recorded that reporting date. And that is invaluable for credit manipulation because when you see that the credit card is going to report what day it's going to report two days before that, Right? You could take another credit card, use the strategy that I said about charging the money, uh, paying a PayPal invoice, charging it on there, it's 3%, um, using that money, paying that credit card down so that it will report at a zero balance, and then you have 30 days again to use that money. So you can then go and pull the money right back off of that credit card and pay the other. So that is called cycling. So, of course, it's better if you have <clears throat> excuse me, some income coming in so that you don't have to cycle. You can just use your cash to pay the credit card down. But that's the most valuable thing that Credit Karma, in my opinion, offers is letting you know the reporting date so that you can make whatever payments, adjustments, whatever you want to two days before that date so that it will reflect positively on your credit. So I try to bring all my credit cards to heel right before they're going to report, and then you can use them at your leisure um, for the other days. In terms of credit card recommendations, I highly recommend that you do your financial planning and recommendation and get your tips and tricks and whatnot from Nerd Wallet. Nerd Wallet is who absolutely hands down leads in that. So, uh, credit karma. It's the um, reporting date, which is different than the bill due date or the statement closing date. That is a completely different date from those two, and it's it's a very very important date. And use Nerd Wallet for your credit and financial information and recommendations.
3: Great, great information. Um, thank you. Um, so I, I, one, one more question. Um, there's two things actually. So, so we have this uh, this guy that he calls the show on a regular basis. Um, he he has uh, his own business. I mean, can you clarify two things? All right. So, so my first question would be: Can you purchase or get credit for to to uh, a loan or credit for a house? with just under $5,000. He said 2,500. And I know this is this is a, a crazy question and I I know the answer most most likely, but I want it for the record. Can you purchase a house with little credit and $5,000 in the bank or less?
0: They
4: have programs out there that work with people who are in um, all kinds of conditions so you would have to see what program um, is being offered what loan product is being offered from whatever financial institution um, where you're going to they have they have uh, mortgage brokers out there that, that uh, you help with first-time home buyers help with uh, down payment assistance uh, people who don't have, Uh, Income reported on their their tax returns or W 2s If you're just a 1099, they have. um, uh, I uh, I work with a company.
1: Hello. Oh, her line dropped. She's gonna call back. Give her a second. Did she drop? Yeah, Yeah, the line dropped. She'll call back. Okay. Okay. One second. One second. Um. Yeah. I hope she called back. her line just dropped.
3: Yeah, because that's some good information.
1: Yeah, no, no. Summit, I know. Summit Agrio. Wait, let me see that, sir. Hold uh, uh, <laughs> on. Oh wait, let me see what's going on, um, hmm. on, I don't have to... can, can,
0: come on guys.
3: Just when things were getting
1: good. Okay, let me check the line. See back. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, let me check. Let me check. Yep, I see All right.
3: Can you hear me, um, Delisha? Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. I don't
0: know what
4: happened. It just cut
3: off. Okay. Uh, I think it was giving some good information, and then uh, you know the communications got cut off. I don't know. Yeah.
0: But well,
3: you back. So you were saying in uh, uh, regards to buying a house, you know, there's different programs, little uh, uh, to to no credit, that actually help you purchase uh, uh, depending on your situation and different programs, you, you were saying. So you could go from there. I'm sorry.
4: Okay. Yeah, so they have um, the the minimum score that you need to have for the bank to even look at your application is a 580. Say that again? I said the minimum score you have to have for the bank to even look at your application is a
3: 580. So 580 is the minimum for you to even be looked at for the bank to even uh, uh, consider you getting any kind of loan for a
4: house. Right. Right. They want to see a 580 score. Now, they may have programs out there that work with people who are in worse condition than that. But a lot of times when you're going for a loan, they'll pull everything and they'll tell you what you need to correct. So they might say mm. you need to pay off these two credit cards and then we can move forward. You need right, to pay off your right. car and then we can move forward because it's about your, your debt to income ratio. So some people I've worked with a woman before she had, she had, two cars and they wanted her to get rid of a car. So she had to put one car in her father's name so that it was no longer showing on her financial profile. So there's all mm. kinds of things, but that's the best thing to do. I don't really advise people on that. You need to get in touch with the, uh, uh, uh a loan officer, a mortgage broker and deal with them. And they will give you the step-by-step, you know, on what, on what you need to do as a realtor you know realtors deal with the the paperwork for closing on the house and getting the inspection situated and right. stuff like that and the loan officer is is has all the details with the um, loans. right for with the loan so those are those are two separate uh two separate people
3: great 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 i think it's is good information for those that are starting out cuz a lot of people you know they hesitant because they don't know really you know how much does it take to to do these things um you know it, it, sometimes you know you you kind of shoot yourself before you even get there like i i can't do it um you know again like i said it, it might be more more uh, uh, beneficial if you have more money in the bank obviously um but you know there's people that are starting off and maybe don't want to continue paying rent where they live at or, uh, you know, wherever, it, just in general, whether they have their own little small business or they're living, they say, well, you know what, I might just be better off getting a loan and, you know, purchasing this property because what I'm paying monthly for it, you know, I could own it and maybe uh, uh, have another section, <clears throat> excuse me, another section rented out or something like that. So, it, you know, again, this is a good information for especially people that are just, you know, starting out. I know a lot of people that's, you know, trying to start their business in this pandemic, including myself, where, you know, you're trying to be more uh, uh, independent, but also know all the things you need uh, uh, to be successful in a small business starting out, because, you know, there's a lot of things that come with it that, you know, it's not, uh, I would say some of it's common knowledge, but you have to, do your research. You have to listen to people that know what they're talking about, and also work with people that that know what they're doing. So, I just say this: Can you just for the record, can you state uh, your your position, um, skills, if you want to say, um, field, and for people that want the services that you offer for the people, so they know?
4: Yeah. So I I'm a real estate developer here in Atlanta and in the Bay Area. And I don't, uh, I'm just, I just told people tonight here what I did with my personal credit in order to to get in and the the value uh, that that that, that played in in my positioning. Um, uh, I'm also a business loan broker for people who are looking for funding um, for their business. I can help them with that. That is different than a mortgage loan broker. I am not that that is a special a special license for that, um, but business loans I can help people with. So primarily. Um, what I just help people with is mostly in the real estate field. So the conversation tonight about Amazon stores, crypto, you know, things like that, those aren't things that I coach anyone on. I do the, or was prior to COVID, um, doing the coaching with real estate. And so that's still going on. My private, well, my private coach is still coaching, uh, people and, um, So that's, yeah, that's basically it. And that's where, in my opinion, that's where people need to focus. No matter what it is that you want to do, it doesn't matter. If you can make 30 grand every 90 days flipping houses, then you can do whatever it is that you want to do. But just master that. Just learn how to do that. And if you're making that kind of money, that might become your passion and you don't want to do anything else. But that's what it's about. You have to have large chunks of money, and I teach people how to – how to secure that through real estate.
3: Mm, Very, very good. So you would say uh, 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 real estate is probably the most lucrative, promising type of business that you get into on a grand scale or small scale, grand scale? Would you say that?
4: Uh, Well, there are lots of lucrative opportunities out there. It's not just real estate, but... 90% ninety percent of all millionaires are so because they own or control real estate in some capacity. So there's no way to get away from that. Um mm. it real estate has has you know, has been here forever. Now everybody's talking about real estate but back in the day it was land, right? Right. So, and now now we talk about real estate. But it's always been land and owning land has been valuable since and I don't want to say the beginning of time, but once people started to you know, get into the value of things, land right. has always been the most valuable, and that will never change. That will never change. So right. uh, it's it's unavoidable if you want to build wealth. You know, even if you're, uh, I'm a doctor, my wife's a lawyer or I'm a I'm an a, a lawyer my husband's a doctor whatever your situation is and we have two houses one on the lake one on the beach one in the mountains and we just rent them out when we're not there you might not you might just think oh those people are just rich people but that's business that's real estate right they own right. real estate they're they're renting these houses out the houses are appreciating their equity is growing that's an investment even if their primary job is doctor and lawyer
3: Right. Right. And and, and finally, would, would you say that, you know, there's a lot of people that are, um, in the middle, they're, they're, you know, a little nervous. Do you think that, again, not having a lot of money, but, um, I guess a small amount of, of access to a loan, um, not being in debt at the moment, uh, uh, you know, again, maybe a couple of thousands in the bank, but not nothing crazy, uh, is, is it wise or is it this is the time to purchase a, a house or, or or property or should people wait or is it dependent on where you at in the states?
2: Uh,
4: Well, I would honestly say wait now because right now we're in a housing bubble. Real estate's going to dip. So, you know, right now you saw what happened during COVID. Housing prices were through the roof. Um, right. You know, just. It was just going crazy. So that has to pull back. Right. And when it does pull back, um, that's going to be the time. A lot of people want to buy houses now because the interest rates are low, but the Fed has promised to keep interest rates, you know, low. So therefore. Oh, wow. Right. So therefore, when the real estate market, I don't think it's going to be a full on crash like we saw in 2008, mm-hmm, but there will mm-hmm. definitely be yeah. correction. There will definitely be some pullback. Right. And that will be the time to buy. Um, in terms of uh real estate investing, uh my partner and I are always open to uh working with other people and funding deals. So that's why I'm saying is that's a very good question that you asked. Right. If you not having money doesn't have to keep you from doing real estate. You can bring me a deal. And if it's a deal, I'll fund it.
3: Right, right. So, so, okay, that, 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 that's so part just of hold it, off it, if it, you can. Hold off if you can. you got to have money,
4: you got to have right. the knowledge, you got to have the property. You don't have to have all three. One person doesn't have to have all three, but, but the combination of, of people involved in the deal have to have all three. There has to be right. money, there has to be property that you're dealing with, and someone right. has to have the knowledge to execute. So if all you can do is bring a property, that's value, and that's worth something
3: right right and the reason why i asked that is because we we you know this is happening all over america but particularly here in new york city um you notice that there's a lot of businesses that left um some of them shut down completely but some of them moved now these are uh, in a lot of places in the downtown area um some some in the in the in the if you want to consider the ghetto the hood Um, But I'm talking about from downtown all the way uptown. You have properties, uh, 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 you know, businesses that are leaving. You have some people selling the actual property building, you know, and land. And I was just wondering. I said, you know, I know that there's, you know, it, it, there's there's always a good and bad side to it, um, or, or you know, the, what where's the where's the balance, or where is where does it uh, weigh more towards? Is it more of a uh, beneficial at this time? And then that's why I asked you in, in regards to the to the real estate. So I, I, I appreciate that. But um, again, you know. When you're dealing with 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 these properties now that you see these vacancies, what do you see there? Do you see dollar signs, or do you see I purchase this and hold off for a year, or I just uh, you know hold it, you hold the property because it's going to go up eventually, but I want to buy it at a cheap price and then be able to rent it later, or do I wait, like you said, maybe want to hold off a little bit because you said that you will buy it if it if it makes sense. But what about for the average person? Should they hold off or, uh, you know, buy it right now because it's it's good at the price or, or it's vacant versus later on what's going to happen, you know?
4: Well, that same property is going to cost you less here in a little bit, right? Biden mm. recently did the, the foreclosure, uh, excuse me, the moratorium on foreclosure. That right. got listed in August. So there are houses that are coming to the market now that are in foreclosure, and there's going to be a lot of short sales. Right, a lot of people bought houses. Um, once uh, your your house, uh, there there are other factors, but primarily the house qualifies uh, for a short sale if you owe more on the mortgage than the house is worth. So if there's a dip or a crash or anything like that, and your house tanks in value, but you still had a mortgage on it. Um, that, that represented greater value in the property, uh, you, you may be able to short sell. That's a good time for people to be able to come in and pick up properties then, too. Now, a short sale, you have to buy that property cash, though. The bank wants cash. The bank isn't in the business of managing real estate.
2: So they don't want to mm. hold the real
4: estate. They want to get rid of it. They want to sell it. Um,
2: so you anyway, got to have that money
4: in the bank. Well, you got to be in a position to do that. And when right, was another right. big time to do this. Two thousand eight, right? When when the right. crash happened in two thousand eight, that was a good right. time to pick up properties. So again, it's about the decisions that people make. What did everybody do for the last ten to twelve years? Right? right. That's when the last recession was, and now we have another one coming up again. That is ample time for those that could position themselves, and that's not everybody. You know, right. if you're in the same spot you were 12 years ago, you know, in just abject poverty, I'm not suggesting that you would have been able to change the game in that time frame, but there are thousands of people that could have with just a little bit of, you know, a shift in in focus, could have been better prepared. The same way everybody was tight and everything was hurting and everything was horrible during COVID, you already experienced that in 2008. So what did you do to hedge against that? if that should happen in the future if you did nothing well then you you know may have you been lost part the of...
3: opportunity
4: yeah again
3: and then you know right. you got
4: another tickers to to get it situated now you're 50
3: right 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 so get it while it's hot pretty much
4: Yep, and it will always be hot. Real estate is cyclical. I mean, excuse me, I should say it will always get hot at some point because real estate is cyclical. It may not always stay hot. It will not always stay hot. You know, it will go up and down.
3: But But you're going to always mostly have something coming in from there.
4: Right. That's the person's biggest purchase, their biggest investment, their largest asset is going to be, the home that they live in, which is real estate. You can send your kids to college off the equity. You can live off of it in retirement. You can pull money out to repair and update your house, uh, you know, kids getting married, whatever. That's huge. And that's why, you know, communities of color that did not have access to that wealth-building tool are so far behind because that's Mm -hmm. where a lot of people's wealth
3: comes from is real estate. Real estate, yes, yes, yes.
4: So we have to get involved in it. We have to learn it. You can't say, oh, that's not for me. I don't want to do it. I'd rather be doing this. And that's fine. That's fine. What would you rather be doing? Oh, I'd rather be doing this. Okay, are you doing it? No, because i got to get this straight. Then whatever you're saying doesn't matter. If you're not doing it, then take some advice from someone who is out here in the game. If you're on the sidelines planning and preparing and romanticizing plans and dreading the execution, as I, I brought up earlier, I don't know if you heard that, then you're, you're, it, 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 it's just not going to change for you. You have to be willing to get in the game. And I don't advise yeah. anybody that blindly. I said that anybody who reached out to me, I will give you the direct contact number of the coach who turned my 20 into 300.
3: Mm. Now, that's good information. You know, now that all this is coming out, I, I, I actually had another question. Now, sure. And, and, and this will probably be my final one. Um, you have Miami Beach, South Florida. That's a big, you know, a vacation place, spot. A lot of people, the rich and famous, live there a lot. Now, we have a problem. Uh, you have rising water. They have a flood problem in South Beach in certain areas. Um, so they say that it's gonna, the, the waters are going to rise, and eventually you probably won't be able to live in some of these areas. What do you think about a short investment in places like that that, is, uh, that there's a lot of money in it right now? but it's not going to be there that long. Should someone invest in a property down there temporarily or something like that, not just buy and sell, but hold it for a couple of years and then sell it or not even bother because you're going to deal with all the other stuff that comes with it when it's uh, unpredictable with storms and things like that? What do you think about that?
4: Well, I'm not familiar with the Florida market to speak intelligently on it, but I am all Four, and it's funny that you brought that up because I was literally talking to my partner about that the other day, that um, a lot of the times people make money not because they have one opportunity that they ride to the end, but because they catch the various waves as they come up. The person who made money off of Beanie Babies isn't making money off of Beanie Babies anymore, right, or whatever. I mean, they still make mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. whatever capital whatever, but whatever the trend is, you know what I mean? You can hop from different trends. That's what venture capitalists do, you know what I mean? They invest money in in up-and-coming businesses. They're not just, this is my one business, that's it. They're on the hunt for what is up-and-coming and getting ahead of it. People who caught the wave with... Crypto. Crypto's here to stay, but some people feel like it'll, it'll die out. So even if it did die out, which it's not, then look at all the money that was made before that happened. You know what I mean? So I am definitely all for taking advantage of a short-term opportunity, taking that cash and putting it into something else. It doesn't matter. If it's going to crash in two weeks, you know, you, you need to be, you know, more
3: mindful of that. Two weeks. Get them two weeks in, basically
4: yeah yeah, we'll get them those two weeks in, right, or you can- you can flip houses that's what that's what I do. Um, multifamily property, those are long-term holdings, apartment buildings, those are long-term holdings. But as I said, I don't know if you heard on the show that I've never kept a a, a house that I acquired to flip longer than 90 days, and I've never made less than the low 30 thousand on it when I sold it.
3: Wow, great, great.
4: So now you can take that money and you can put that you do a few of those houses, retire your student loan debt, do a few of those houses. But like, if you're like, okay, I got my money together. I got 30,000. My student loans are 30,000. Do not take the 30,000 and spend your student loans because then you don't have anything. You need to take that 30,000 and flip a house or, or do whatever else you you feel is a, uh, an investment that'll yield a return that you're, you're happy with. And you use that to, uh, take care of the student loans. Um, Chaos had brought up uh the book um um uh what was the book? Babylon. I said I read it. The right rich, rich Man know. on Babylon? The rich. Yeah 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 the the yeah, The Richest Man in Babylon. That's one of the things that he outlines in the book. Um, it's been a long time since I read it, but he has, you know, a guy that he, he uh, took under his wing. This is just the the basic premise. He he had someone that he took under his wing, and he told him, you know, go out here and do this. So he went out here and, and did that, made a little bit of money, and then I think he bought himself some robes. And so basically his mentor was like, you still don't get it. Go out here and, and do this. So then he went out and, and used his money to make some money, and then spent the money he made. So he's on the right track, but he's still not there. Your The money has to have babies that have babies that have babies, and then you can spend that money. Right, right. But people want instant gratification. You get your tax refund, you spend it. The tax right. refund, now that you got that chunk of money, needs to go into something that will continuously give. That's the only way you're ever going to get into a position to not be waiting for the tax refund. I can't remember the last time I've seen a tax refund. I don't wait on a tax. I don't get a tax refund. Well, first of all, I don't wait on that. You have to, you can make more money. Whatever the government gives you for these kids, whatever the government gives you, whatever you get back in taxes, that is all pennies in comparison to what you could make if you just stayed down with whatever it is you're trying to do for one year. Tax season to tax season, you could change the game and never have to worry about a refund check again.
3: Good information. Uh, again, thank you for your time and your information, and uh, I appreciate it. And, and thanks, uh, Chaos. Good show.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, man. thank you, Jay, for calling in. That was good. Uh, that's why I expect those are questions I need people to be asking. You know, and hope that it moves you on for your financial journey to whatever you're trying to do to empower one's self. So, um, Felicia, any, um, closing remarks? Um, we're not going to do no solutions because the information is laid out is for y'all to go back and re-listen, absorb this, take notes and hit up Delisha personally for any other advice on how you could better your mouth and how to hustle effectively in this 21st century. I'd like say so myself. So the floor is yours, Delisha.
4: Um, I would recommend reading books that are going to shift your mindset. I would that's where I would start with reading. reading, 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 reading books written by other successful people. Um, again, all of these things, if someone is like, you know, I really want to tackle my personal credit, send me a message. I'll put point you in the right direction. Um, I really want to change my mindset. I really want to know what I should read. I have an extensive reading list of books that someone can start with. Reach out to me about that. Um, It starts with that six inches of real estate between your ears. It it really does. It starts with your your mindset. Everything else can fall into place. I would also advise people not to say, um, I hear so many people say when it comes to real estate investing, oh, I want to get into real estate investing, but I have to do X, Y, and Z first. And I ask people, have you ever invested in real estate before? No. Have you ever spoken to anybody about real estate before? No. Then how do you know what you need to do to get in position to invest in real estate? You don't have the game plan. Well, I need to save $50,000 first. No, you don't. Well, my credit has to be here. No, it doesn't. Who told you that? Well, I just assumed. Okay, so what? What? what, what, is, that, what is that doing for you, assuming? Nothing nothing you need to seek knowledge out from people who are who are doing it you need to be in the environments with people who are doing what you want to do you need to be attending meetings you need to be changing your circle you need to be friending people who you know whose profile pictures and and, and pages look like they're about something you need to be getting in different groups on Facebook uh you know covid whatever you may not want to do any meetups, but you need to be getting in these groups and networking and interacting with people. The best lender, private lender I ever had was through a connection of someone that I never even met in a Facebook group. Best lender I ever had in my real estate career came from me reaching out to someone in a Facebook group, asking them if they were interested in uh, investing in real estate you know, or lending on any real estate deals. Um, And they said that they weren't in a position to do so, but that they would ask around. And they asked some of their peers, right, every, you know, people kind of that are in the same, uh, you know, a a space kind of flock together, same income bracket, things like that. So they reached out to someone else. Someone called me. I told him what I was doing down here in Atlanta, give him a 10% return on his money. He thought that sounded great. He gave me 75 k in less than, I think, that property actually in a little, a few days past 60 days. I gave him back his 75 k plus $7,500. You tell me where you can make $7,500 off of money that you've just got sitting in the bank in two months. People want to hear about stuff like that. There's money. You don't have to use your own money. There's money out there. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what I do. I find it. And if you don't have the money, and you, you, but you have time to find the properties, that's great. Because I don't want to spend my time bird-dogging, driving around for properties. I'm past that stage in my career. I want to be having meetings and talking on the phone and having dinner meetings and networking with people to find money. Someone else who's just starting, that's what it is. That's the grunt work. That's what I had to do when I just started. You find the properties. I'll fund the deal.
1: Yeah, man, you're making money work for you, Miss Hamilton. That's the way to go. Once you get your so get some skin in the game and put your time, you know, you're able to relax a easy. You know, not to work too hard, you know. But it all the determines uh, what time you put it into it now and taking action, you know. So, yeah. But you got? Um, that what you got?
4: So don't make any decisions about your future based on what you think you need to be doing if you really don't know. If you don't know and you don't know anybody that does know, you you cannot make a decision about, well, I figure I have to be in this position. Because I'm telling you, you can flip houses, you can do real estate with bad credit and no money.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And that's the message I want to leave to everybody for, to keep in their subconscious mind for tonight. And for all the other information, and like always, you know, um, please, people, um, catch a replay of this broadcast. Oh, one thing: where could people could find you, Miss um, Hamilton?
4: Oh, you can send me a message on on Facebook. My name is Delicia Hamilton. D is in David. E L E S is in Sam. H A Hamilton. You can send me a message, or you can send me an email. My email address is contact at Hamilton Properties dot com. Properties is plural. I E S. So contact at Hamilton Properties Atlanta. You can send me an email or you can um you can message me on, on Facebook. And I will get back to you.
0: Mm, mhm.
4: I to thank you again,
1: Miss Hamilton, for coming back on to this Wonderful broadcast, and you left a prefer of information. And I don't hope and pray. I know for those that are ready and willing, it's going to not only listen to this message, this broadcast, but they're going to hit you up and get their financing order and get the ball rolling from going from lower to average to even above average. I have full confidence to all of y'all, man and women, no matter what age you are, you can get yourself situated. It's never too late, but like always, as you get older, you must take action and move like you have purpose. And I think one of the weakness we have as a community, we don't move with a sense of purpose, and we need to start doing that. Your livelihood, your family, yourself is at stake if you don't move with a sense of purpose. That's the message I'll leave with y'all tonight. So thank you, um, Deja Hampton, for coming aboard. And we're going to talk soon, you know. And like always, you know, I'll be listening, you know. <laughs>
4: thank you so much for having and, me. It's always a pleasure.
1: Yes, yes.
4: And I like thank everybody
1: for listening to today's stream. Like always, if you want to subscribe to Cast Rain Champ, please hit that red button and hit that top bell for all notifications for streams and uploads of this one and many other broadcasts. Also, follow me on Twitter at ChaosRain7 and add me as a friend on Facebook. Rain on Facebook. All those links will be left in my description of this previous broadcast. And like always, thank you all for listening. Until next time, take care and good night. Good night. I thank Delicia Hampton. As to be one of my special guests on tonight's stream. And like always, the links will be in the description where to follow and contact her. And like always, comment, subscribe, and like this video. You can now follow me on Facebook, Eric Rain, on Facebook and on Twitter, at Rain 7 Thank you again. Until next time, Lydios rain!